With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's on the street. Hey, what is going on? People were saying it was hot this weekend. Uh, I didn't even. What's you the... the What? Look what you've done. So many... I'm melting. Oh. Melting. Hmm. Oh, my world. <laughs> Take it easy. Is it hot? God, that really sucked. It really sucked. I have this uh, button at my house. I hit that button. It's not hot. You ought to get one. Oh, I need one of those magical buttons. Get a button. Oh. You don't have a button. I don't get have a, a button. button. Why don't you get a button? We don't have a button. Why don't you have a button? Don't tell me. Oh. You don't need one. <laughs> I wish. You need one. You really need one. I don't care if you only need it one day a week. And that's a lie. That realtors tell more than one day a week. I'll remind you we're at the very beginning of summer here in Southern California. <laughs> 100 degrees in Santee today, but it'll be 100 tomorrow. 95 on Thursday. 99 on Friday. No problem. What's the problem? Get a button. You got a button board? Uh, I have a switch. And the switch only works when it's a little cooler outside. What? Who needs a button (laughs) for the inside of your house when it's already cool outside? I got one of those, too. It's called a door and a window. What a dope. Don't you know the purpose of the button? Yeah, I've got AC, but it only works when it's really cold outside. That's what you just said, huh? That's pretty much right, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a typical Boyer workaround. I mean, is that like the lead on your Redfin ad? I've got a switch yep. that cools off your house when it's cold outside. Yes, or a non-workaround. <laughs> huh. Who suckered you into buying that one? <laughs> oh, priceless. Gotta get a button, not a switch Switches don't work, man Get a button, I'm telling you 1-800-BELL-HOW We'll get you a button Alright, now some people have said When they hurt themselves they can hear it. You know? 
It's uh, a couple friends said uh, when they did their Achilles, popped their Achilles, they could hear it. Ooh, yeah. God. Have you ever bitten the inside of your mouth so hard <laughs> you could hear it crunch? Yes. 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 I just yes. did it. Exact word. Crunch. I just, I just did it. Yeah. You do that more than anyone I know. You're very bad with that mouth of yours. I don't have biting skills. Just did it. And now I've got uh, bite fear. Yeah. Yeah. Swelled up now, and now it's a target. You know you're going to hit it again. That's a miss. It's a guarantee. Bad engineering on the swelling factor on biting inside. How do we not bite? When you consider how many times you chew, you eat three or four times a day, and how many times you're chewing, I don't know how it doesn't happen all the time, but when you bite the inside, you bite your lip, you bite your cheek, I hit myself on my cheek, and then it swells up. You know, here's the promise from nature, you're going to hit that <laughs> yes. already swollen part again. So many and more again. times. And again. Thanks, God. <laughs> well, he, he he made us in his own image. Maybe he just loved doing that. That's his fault. Well, I think it's a misery loves company kind of thing. Uh-huh. God's like, well, I have to all do right. it. These little jerks going to have to do <laughs> it. Okay, all right. We're all one. There's a scene in Indiana Jones. He's stealing the Nazi truck and He's been shot in the shoulder, and uh, the Nazi tries to get inside. He gets inside the the, the cab of the truck, and they're struggling over who's going to mm-hmm. drive. The, and the Nazi keeps punching him right in the shoulder where he shot him. Right. And that's what's going to happen to me today. I'm going to bite mm-hmm. right where I <laughs> bit. Right. About. I, f- I feel like I bit off about, oh, Jesus. about a filet mignon size sure. hunk. Oh. And then you look, you get in the mirror and it's a little teeny tiny. Right. <laughs> Every time. I know. Mm. How about oh. some uh, cotton or something? Do a godfather kind of a thing. Mm. 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 Well, thanks for your help there, Chris Boer. How about you <laughs> stuff some things inside your mouth for your talk show today? Always very helpful. <laughs> oh. The regret, the re- the regret I'm having, and you know what it was? It was a crummy protein bar. That's not even food. It's not even worth it. Mm-mm. Jamming it it's down not. before the show to get it in there. Yeah, exactly. I was hungry. I need some protein, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's just like let's hurry this thing in. Mm-hmm. Feeding tube is starting to look a lot better right now. Mm-hmm. 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 There are advantages. I told you. I told you. What'd you tell me? <laughs> Feeding tubes sound way better. Yeah, you hate eating, don't you? <laughs> and I'm on your I'm on your side here today. Um, you know how we are, uh, we're, we're still kind of tender and uh, it's touchy a little bit yet, the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock thing. That thing hasn't settled down yet, especially since Chris Rock brings it up or someone else will bring it up. It's still right there that this one star actually walked up in front of a whole theater of people and a TV audience and punched a guy or slapped a guy in the face. And it's just outrageous that it happened. Well, this new movie is coming out. I think it's called Don't Worry, Darling. Olivia Wilde is the director of this movie. And Olivia Wilde has been in the news a little bit because she's getting divorced from uh, that guy from Saturday Night Live, and he served her divorce papers while she was on stage. So she's had a little bit of publicity lately. And 
there's also been some news that Olivia Wilde and her actress in the movie were fighting. There's been bad press about this movie. All right? Don't worry, darling. And this, by the way, is the um, release season for the overseas movie uh, festivals. Did you see Brandon Fraser got a seven-minute standing ovation for his movie called The Whale? Really? Oh, wow. I'm trying to think of any thing at all that I would stand and clap for for seven minutes. Yeah. Anything. Seven minutes. Seven-minute standing ovation for the Brendan Fraser movie called The Whale. And they gave him a seven-minute standing, and that's not even the longest one, Chainsaw. But, I mean, seven minutes they stood, stood and clapped, and I, which I have never done. And I'm trying to think of anything. Forget about a movie. Anything that I would ever stand and clap for with a bunch of other people for seven minutes. Uh, I, I, it, it, I'll tell you what's not at the top of my list. The newest Brendan Fraser movie <laughs> is not something. Could you imagine? I mean, you might go, okay, I'm here. He's here. I want to be polite. I'll stand up. I don't even like standing. I don't like doing standing ovations. I think it's a... How many things really deserve a standing ovation? Really, when you think about it. Not many. The, and- the, the Olympians in 1980 at Lake Placid who won the gold medal, that deserved it. That was big. That was fun. That was huge. They were underdogs. I can't think of anyone in the next... 62 years. Think of all the sta- times you've done the standing ovation. It's and, peer pressure. And how many times have you done it like, wow, I'm already up. I didn't know how I got here and I'm clapping. Or is it peer pressure where you say, oh, got to stand and I'm clapping. It's peer pressure. It's peer pressure because when I'm, when I'm there at the theater, and I think like the only few times I've done it have been like your kids play. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obligatory. Let's not kid ourselves. Look at that asshole. Dad won't stand up for his kid. I feel like all eyes are on me. Yeah. Anyway, think of this Brendan Fraser, seven a seven-minute standing ovation. Yeah. That would hurt your hands. I know. It's tingle, yeah. It, it would hurt my soul God. to think I was clapping for <laughs> Brendan Fraser for seven minutes. I mean, good for him. Eh. That he has a comeback. Oh, come on. Because he's always on the list of where are they now and, you know, Hollywood failures. And apparently he's making a big comeback. If we're going to give Brendan Fraser a seven-minute standing ovation, have we not diluted the entire theory of a standing ovation? Yes. Come on. It's a movie. Did it become a joke after a while? Like, let's see how long we can do this. No, 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 no. You don't – I don't think you've watched what's going on at these international film festivals. It is deplorable. (laughs) The lauding and the fawning they do on these people. Like art dickheads and wine dickheads. I just, I can't can't stand it when I see this stuff happening. Anyhow, it's going on. And so back to this, uh, this Don't Worry Darling movie. They're out doing their thing. And so Olivia Wilde comes out and sits down. Then Chris Pine, he's one of the lead actors, comes out and he sits down. And then they introduce Harry Styles. So Olivia is sitting. Chris Pine is sitting and they're clapping. And they're sitting next to each other in the theater. And Harry Styles comes out and he spits on Chris Pine. What? And yes. God. 
This is what is becoming our world these days. First, you've got, yeah. Yep. Spat up. That's a He's, Well, all right, Chris, you get out there and slap the bracelets on him. He spit on him. And he looks down and he's like, kept his composure, yeah, didn't yeah. freak out. But yeah, he did it. Do we have an explanation as to why or when or what? Why? 2022, pal. Is that a, a greeting for people is to share their stuff? Or was he dissing him in some way? What? It looks like they don't. It just looks like they don't really get along. Oh, no, no. These There's there's legendary stories already about how these people didn't get along. And ah. by the way, the movie's got a 46 on Rotten Tomatoes. So right already. Whatever. Can we move on with this crap? Third movie? He spat on a co-star. He spat. Totally introduced did. on stage. Yeah. Yep. You saw it, didn't you? I saw it. And I was listening with the sound on. You can hear the of he his did lips. It. He and... did it. There's no doubt. Chris Pine looks down in his lap. And then he looks up at him. And he... To his credit, laughs it off because he's like, I'm not going to go Chris Rock and Will Smith here. I've got a movie to promote. He laughed it off, but yeah, he did it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like so-so on Chris Pine. He's fine. I've never loved him or hated him at all. But after watching the way he handled that, he's up How are you on Harry Styles now? Oh, absolutely down a notch. That's so... I liked Harry Styles. I was so jealous when he was here in San Diego and I didn't go to his concert. I know, right? I really was. I wanted to go. <laughs> but now I'm like, ugh. People love this Harry Styles because he's so gender bendery. I mean, half the time he's in women's clothing and they think he's very brave and he broke away to become this solo guy and he's fearless and courageous and he's running around with Olivia Wilde and he's doing all this glamorous Hollywood stuff and he's a, he's a, he's a trendsetter or a trend creator. He's fearless and bold. He comes out, wears pearl ear- earrings and necklaces. Right. Okay. And he, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, women have been dressing like this for centuries. I don't know. He's just basically copying the way women dress. I don't know what the big deal is, but apparently he's very brave. He's brave. He's super brave and people love him. And he's a very talented singer and all this other kind of stuff. And the guy obviously has talent. But now he has come out and he spit on his co-star. And... You know what an insult that is. Yes. I mean, what a dreadful insult that is. So blatant. Every camera he knows is on him watching him. There was no hiding it. He wanted people to see. He did. He did it on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, what does that do for your Harry Styles admiration? I know. That's so, ugh. It's so rude and ugly. And he totally comes down. I'm like, oh, you're ruining it. Mm. Rough stuff, isn't it? It is. It sucks. Ugh. We don't do that here at the DSA. <laughs> no. But if we had to spit on someone. <laughs> if we had to pit on, spit on one member, yeah. a current member, <laughs> who's still with us. Uh, yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> It's a felony. <laughs> I don't want to be charged, so I'm not going to do I've it. I've got a switch. <laughs> it was so hot this weekend, I had Chris Boyer spit on me just to cool me off. <laughs> That's and I appreciated it. That's I appreciated it.
Well, what do you think? What are we going to talk about in sports next year, Chainsaw? There's still a really good chance. Oh, my God. Hey, the ch- mathematically. A chance to do what? I, I, I'll tell you. A chance to run right out and get your dick knocked down? <laughs> what are we rooting for? <laughs> a chance. Oh. Is, hey. there, is there anything? Is there any option to, like, get out early? Ooh. Can we just bow out early? Ooh, ooh. Oh, you're hitting a wheelhouse, buddy. Don't say that too much. I can't, I can't believe they were booing Juan Soto. I know. Do they know what his on-base percentage is? It's crazy. All right, I get it. He popped out. Yeah. You know how good that guy is? He's really good. And, man, he's really, really good. But, hey, all right, we'll get to that. Also, we have some trouble in paradise. And we're only two days away from kicking off. You're saying the NFL starts, the real NFL starts in two days? The real. Hot dog. Home of the DST. KGB. You ever been watching a game and it, you know, it seems like it's nice out. It's like 78, 81 degrees. And the announcers be, it's 419 degrees down on the field, Bob. Yeah. Why? Do they have heaters down there? What's going on? They got burners inside the grass? What was it like at one in the afternoon at Snapdragon during opening game? Better than three o'clock in the afternoon because the final score was not in the Aztecs' favor. Ouch. What? day for an opening, an inaugural day at Snapdragon. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Chainsaw is here to talk all sports. Welcome to KGB. Good morning and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody in the sports world. <laughs> yeah, 38-20, the Aztecs lost that game. After losing two out of three at Dodger Stadium, the Padres came home yesterday to host the Arizona Diamondbacks. Swung on and popped up down the right field line. Varsho is there and he's got it. The Diamondbacks coming to San Diego, and they blank the Padres by a final score of five to nothing. Oh, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, it's not all bad. Okay, the Padres are somehow up two games on Milwaukee for the third of three wild card playoff spots. In fact, ESPN gives the Padres an 80% chance of making the playoffs with only 26 games to play, including tonight, Joe No-No Musgrove on the hill. Padres D-backs first pitch 640, our time. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yes, an 80% chance the Padres make the playoffs. From Flushing Meadows, New York. Uh, Francis Tiafo upset two-seed Rafael Nadal yesterday, advancing to the U.S. Open quarterfinals in tennis. The 22-seed snapped a 22-match Grand Slam winning streak by Nadal, who has won 22 Grand Slams. 22, 22, 22. And how old is Tiafo? You guessed it. He's 24. Jack Bauer. If he was 22, that would be too many 22s in one sports story. The limit is three. I'm sorry. Next. Yeah. We are now just two days from kicking off the NFL season. Thursday night, the Los Angeles Rams host the Buffalo Bills. This Sunday, the Chargers host the Raiders, and the Tampa Bay Bradeneers visit the Dallas Cowboys. 
Rumors have it, there is trouble in paradise. Giselle Bundchen not happy. Tom Brady has unretired uh, again to play yet another season. Uh, Brady is also uh, dealing with a decimated offensive line. Three injuries, including a starting center, could have the 45-year-old seven-time Super Bowl champion running away from opposing pass rushers Mm. faster than he is from his family. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Oh, he's anti-family. The Bucks and Cowboys is our Sunday night game on NBC. Meanwhile, in the dash at all that. I'll give you an idea what kind of family mine is. I took everybody in my family to Hawaii. Thirteen people thinking this would be the vacation of a lifetime. It ended up being the Clampets go to Maui. <laughs> Because you get my family together, there is an empty Kmart somewhere. (laughs) They showed up at the airport. They were using coolers and grocery bags for luggage. (laughs) Skycap was like, which one's yours, the Samsonite? They were like, no, we got the igloo with the duct tape on it and the five Piggly Wiggly bags right there. In the ticket counter, I asked my mother, I said, Mom, would you like to sit next to the window? She goes, oh, I better not. I just had my hair fixed. And on the plane, the movie they were showing on the plane was Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Five minutes into this movie, my brother turns to me and goes, you know that ain't them dogs' real voice. My sister got mad. Well, thanks for spoiling it for everybody else. Scott Association. We are now 42 days from tipping off the regular season of the NBA. The Lakers and Clippers will face off on October 18th. Kawhi Leonard versus LeBron James. I'm so full of anticipation now. that my genitals have sucked up into oh, my body cavity. Mine too. Yes. Here. And other sports, David. I think this has got a bug. Scotty Pippen something fierce. You remember Scotty? He was teammate of Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. And we know now Scotty has come out and he's basically acknowledged there's some bitterness that he has towards Michael. Mm-hmm. You're playing in that guy's shadow. I mean, he's the greatest. Right. That's tough. That's and, tough on a guy. And Scotty was great. He one sure the, was. One of the 50 all-time greatest he was named. Well, his ex, Scotty's ex, the somewhat famous Larsa Pippen, was seen running around town and getting cozy with Michael Jordan's oh. son. Oh, God. Marcus. Wow. She's boning. Michael's son. They have pictures. They have pictures of Michael and Scotty celebrating one of their championships, and Marcus is in Michael's. He's two. He's two years old. And now Larsa is straddling. Ouch. Marvelous. Marvelous. And this is your 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. Well, you don't think Lars is doing that on purpose to her ex-husband. No, no it's love, man. No. It's pure love. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, if you don't have a gigantic Costco-sized can of tuna juice to drump on your ex-husband's bed, you bang his son. <laughs> this is the DA. GBFM San Diego. I'll give you another example of how I know you go too far with your dogs, America. Two years ago, my father passed away of cancer. He died, uh, died of cancer two years ago. 
And uh, so two days after he passed away, my mother said, should we tell the dog? <laughs> so my mother leaned down to the dog two nights after the dog. He goes, hey, listen, I just want to let you know that uh, Danny passed away two nights ago. After hearing that news, my dad's dog of 15 years climbed up into my dad's favorite chair and passed away that night. Aww. Not one of you gave a fuck about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of you gave two about the man that raised me. I told you my dad died and you could hear a pin drop in here. But the second I mentioned a dog that I made up, <laughs> your hearts were broken. You wanted to start a collection and name the highway after him. <laughs> Thanks for switching us on this, uh, what is today? What is today? Is it Friday? Thanks for switching us on this Friday morning. Is Tuesday. it Friday? It's Tuesday. The Tuesday, Tuesday. David. It's the worst day of the week. Why don't you just lie to me and let me go with Friday? It's the worst day. Uh, listen, I hope you had a good Labor Day weekend. I got this uh, email from Quiet Talking James. He sent me a lot of stuff over the weekend. Sent me pictures of him and his two sons celebrating uh, birthday dinner at Greystone Steak. Eating and drinking like men, they said. I've never eaten there. Is that a good place? Greystone Steakhouse. You guys know that place downtown? I don't. Mm. I don't. Sounds oh, like no, a fancy good. name. Yeah, it looks very nice. But he said, uh, you were talking about your favorite catchphrases. I got to thinking about other times when the listening audience just handed you radio gold throughout your years. Other kids got Kool-Aid. You got milk every morning. You remember that bit? Oh, God, oh, yes. Yeah. One of the best. Damn it, Bobby. Quit fooling around. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Her insides came out and hit the floor. Oh. Oh, yeah. You remember that one? Yes. My friend asked, is he cute? And I said, God, no. Okay, I don't, I don't remember that one. I have no recollection. Do you need a refresher? No. Oh. And finally, <laughs> that'd be the old 69. Yes. You remember all these? Yes. These weren't necessarily catchphrases, but they were great moments. On the DSC show, we were asking your favorite catchphrases. And uh, definitely some favorites right there. Thank you. Quiet Talking James for bringing those up. Um, Quiet Talking James, of course, is in the Hall of Fame. And so is listener Josh. And DSE Hall of Fame listener Josh and I have a similar gripe. I read I read this gripe of his on Facebook a few days ago. And I thought, eh, whatever. But then I encountered it this weekend. And I thought, you know what? That does piss me off. <laughs> And I'll tell you what it was. I was in this neighborhood, um, and I saw some kids setting up a lemonade stand, lemonade for sale stand. 
And uh, it's pretty smart, I thought, since it was a trillion degrees outside. It was Saturday. That might have been the hottest day of the weekend. I'm not sure. But a couple complaints about this. Do you have any complaints when you see kids sending up a lemonade stand? Does that cause any complaints no, for you? No, doesn't bug me at all. Not me either. What? It does? Uh, on a busy corner where there's no parking and then you have to zing and create a hazard to stop and buy their stuff. Safety. Safety. <laughs> well, <laughs> no one was stopping in the middle of the road. There was none of that. Uh, I think it's cute. I did this a couple times when I was a kid. I, it's I, No complaints. Boyer, you don't like this at all, do you? Well, I just, I, I wouldn't patronize it, but I uh, applaud their entrepreneurial spirit. So a couple complaints. For me... A kid's lemonade stand should be a card table with a pitcher of Weilers or Kool-Aid that they stirred with their hand and they serve in paper cups. All right? All right. That's the way it should be done. Yeah. Just old school and gross. Damn yep. right. These kids had a cooler in the back of mom's Range Rover and were serving up ice cold cans out of a Yeti while the air conditioning ran in the car. And here's the part that pissed me off, most of all. They had a big poster board that said, Tips Appreciated. Tips for an employee-owned operation where they keep 100% of the take anyway. And they want tips on top. Now, first of all, who actually gives the kids the exact amount they're asking for? Everyone knows you big-time it and you give the kid more. But you don't go shit up by begging for tips. We know our job, Skyler. <laughs> Put the poster boards down. It annoyed me. That is annoying. It's annoying. Tips appreciated. It's, especially right now, that word is a very four-letter word. You know, the tips word. It's kind of gone out of control. You're just begging now. It's so, just begging. It is. It's just begging. You want your tip jar out there? Put it out there. We know what it is. We don't think it was your fish tank and the fish died and went away and you just have the jar. We get it. We know what it is. We understand it. Stop begging people. This is, it's unbecoming. And that's the thing when with a lemonade, lemonade stand, let's say it's 50 cents for a cup. If someone gives you a dollar, they're, they, they're doing that on purpose. They're not going to ask you for change. That's how it works. People tend to give more than what you're asking for. You always you give it. the kid more. You always do. And you know what? There's always a guy thing. You know, you, you've always got that uh, that hedge fund guy who lives in the neighborhood. He rolls up in his Bentley and he wants to give the kid a $100 bill. Keep it, kid. I was just going to light my cigar with that anyway. You know, it's a big time moment for him. So let everyone have their big moment. Put the begging for tips nonsense away. Yeah, I wouldn't go to that lemonade stand. I guess I'm a lemonade stand judger like you. I had to go pick up my car in uh, Carlsbad this weekend. And uh, I knew that if I was going to get outside and do any climbing or running or anything like that, I was going to the beach because... You know, I don't I don't know where you find that dividing line where it starts to cool off the closer you get to the coast. I used to think it was the 805, then I thought it was the 5. This weekend, you had to actually be about five feet into the water. Yeah, yeah. truly. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I was at the racetrack. I was at the track on Saturday. It was 91 degrees. So I guess it's that one weekend where it's 90 mm-hmm. at the beach, mm-hmm. which yep. is just yep. unheard of. Yep. That was ridiculous. Yeah, some of our family actually had to leave the beach. We were there all oh, day no. Saturday. Oh, no. Because they, they were too hot there. 
It was stupid. It was stupid. stupid. That's what I said. I'm like, this is stupid. 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 We should have all gone to Chris Boyer's house because he has this fan. (laughs) Yeah. Which takes the air from outside and pumps it into his house. It sure does, David. I have a switch. Okay. Hey, without looking it up, I want to know, is the saying, when someone says, oh, he's at my beck and call, is it beck and call? Think about this. Is it beck and call or beckon call? Beck and call. Yeah, I'd go with and as well. What is Beck? Because I looked it up. I looked up what Beck is in the dictionary and it said I was a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Beckon? It says Beck means Beckon. Oh, man. Yeah. Beck means Beckon. So is the saying... He is at my beck and call or my beckon call. You say what? Beck and? Beck and. Yeah, I would have written that out the same way. Beck so what does and beck call. mean, sir? I don't know. I don't even know what beckon means. <laughs> Let me go to the I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. Let's go to Chris Boyer. <laughs> well, I believe uh, I would have written beck and call. And what does well. beck mean? Uh, beck is to uh, summon. Beckon. To summon, yeah. To to speak out for. Does anyone say that? Don't they always say beckon? When you're using that word, do you ever say, I'm going to beck him to come? Probably, let me think, never in anyone's usage of the words. I beckoned him. Yes, but becked. I becked him? I will beck him. You've never used never. it though. No I one's no one's him. no one's ever used I, that word. I, I have until I until him. I brought up this conversation. No one's ever used that, especially you. Have you? I'd have to think about that. I'll go back in my office and I will look up <laughs> in my journal that I don't keep. So you guys say back and call? Yeah. yeah. Are we right? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. There's no answer to it. I got no answer to it. Hey, Jay Leno is going to be on the show today. Really? Yeah. I love that. Jay Leno going to be on the show today. He wants to promote a TV show that he's got coming up tomorrow night. He does a show called uh, Stump a Car Nerd. Have you ever seen this, Chris Boyer? I have not. It sounds great. I think you'd be good on it. I watch his You Bet Your Life. He's got that show. Yeah, I'm not talking about that one. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you. <laughs> I saw him guest on Letterman a few times, David. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a four-pack of uh, Disneyland tickets to give away today here on the DSC Show. 101.5 KGBFM, San Diego. Home of the DSC. Let's get the latest news headlines. Here is Julie Chin. The Tulsa, uh, our, the Tulsa Air and Space Museum is hosting a launch uh, today at the at the at the event. Um, the event features uh, live. Uh, I'm sorry, something is going on with me this morning, and I apologize to everybody. Let's just go ahead and send it on over to meteorologist Andy Brown. 
That's a woman having a stroke. Oh my God. For real? Oh, that my God. A, that is an, uh, I think she's Oklahoma. That's an Oklahoma TV newscaster having a stroke. Oh, my God. Live on the air. She's okay. They took her straight to the hospital. Doctor said she was at the start of having a stroke live on the air. She couldn't read. Yeah. Freaky, huh? Yeah, they got it happen with professionals. I mean, you know, just people around her that could get her mm-hmm. off right away. Mm-hmm. How scary. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was about to say, I feel her so much. So many days. Can't get, but no, I can't relate to that. Oh, poor thing. I feel like I have about seven or eight strokes every day here on this show, don't I? <laughs> Hillary Clinton, 74-year-old former first lady, Hillary Clinton... Uh, revealed to us why she wears pantsuits all the time. You know, that's her, kind of like Boyer has his uniform that he wears every day. Hillary Clinton has this uniform pantsuit. And the reason is she got fed up of all the suggestive photos that were taken of her and used as sexy lingerie ads in Brazil. Wow, wait. (laughs) What? Well. What's the problem, boys? I think she was just afraid they'd see her dick. In uh, 1995, Jesus. when she was first lady, <laughs> yeah. there was a beave shot uh, that showed a glimpse of her underwear. And she said in an interview on Sunday, that moment led to her wearing pantsuits. The infamous pantsuits in the 1990s uh, that she started wearing after a Brazilian company used the image of her with an upskirt picture. For a suggestive lingerie advertisement. Ever in your life um. <laughs> would you have connected no. the uh, words uh, Hillary Clinton yeah. with suggestive Brazilian lingerie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. She said, I was sitting on a couch. The press was let in. There were a bunch of them taking pictures. And uh, she said, all of a sudden, the White House got alerted to these billboards that show me sitting down with, I thought my legs were together, but the way it's shot, it's sort of suggestive, she said. And apparently there was an ad launched in 1995 in a Brazilian magazine for the lingerie Brad uh, du Lauren, featuring an image where Hillary Clinton was accidentally showing her panties beneath a skirt during a trip to Brazil. Was that even... I wonder how much lingerie that actually sold. <laughs> I don't know. Was that even a thing? Don't you think back then, if there was such a... That was so risque in the 90s. You know, those upskirt shots. Everyone would talk about them when they got them. So, don't you think that would have picked up a little bit more traction here? Had they known or had that real... I mean, not that I, I'm not doubting her, but was it really even a thing? It's she's a generation the, ago. I don't know. Yeah, and she's bringing the attention to it now. People are going to Google it and search for it and try to see her panty shop for sure. I just did. Uh-huh. And I have, and I'm seeing it. And? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, the question was brought up by Nora O'Donnell, and that's the answer right there, and there you go. Have you seen... The anti-assault pants and underwear for women. No. I'm all in favor of this. The more things that can happen for women to protect them when they're out. Did you see that they found, by the way, the body of this this billionaire heiress? Yes. This billionaire heiress that's been missing for a week or so. They they caught the guy a couple days ago who kidnapped her by force, and now they found her. She's dead. Hmm. 
the more that they can do for women to keep them safe, I'm all for it. I did not know that these things existed. They have anti-assault pants and underwear for women. I've seen the boy shorts that are essentially like rip proof. They're almost kind of like a Kevlar kind of material that have a locking belt okay. on top. And I don't know if those are effective or not. I can imagine a lot of trouble when women get into their instant tinkle emergencies and they can't get their locking pants off. It's not good. No. It's going to be an accident. Yeah, I mean, there's there's good and the bad on that. But this is something new. I saw the picture of this this weekend, and I was like, well, how about that? These are yoga pants, and uh, the way they are, they, they don't have a lock on them, and they aren't tear-proof or anything like that, but they have a built-in, full-on, visible, highly visible boner. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's no mistake, full-on, straight-up, packing wood, Ron Burgundy boner. <laughs> You can see this boner from space. <laughs> I want to wear these pants. <laughs> it's supposed to make the assailant think that you're either a dude or you're trans and that he'll pass you and your boner over, uh, which may be effective for women who have no problem walking around with a massive erection. How would you feel? Putting on pants that, uh-huh. make, that are sporting a giant boner. You know, the... I feel like the odds of you actually getting abducted or whatever are very slim they to are. take such a risk to just mm-hmm. strap on a boner mm-hmm. and your pants every day and nothing ever happened to you except lots of looks. That's a tough, that's a brave look yeah, to just, go out with. And it sounds like it'd be so uncomfortable to sit in. I mean, I don't know, like if you have a boner oh, and you sit is. down, isn't Believe that me. like a stab <laughs> in the gut? I don't know. Let me tell you, it is. <laughs> it's no party. Yeah, no, I don't. It's not. I'm not jealous of that at all. You don't see this uh, going to become part of your regular daily wear? <laughs> no, I see this as the next losing bet kind of situation. <laughs> oh, let's make a bet. Let's do it. Uh, hello, you're on the DSC. Who's this? Yeah, this is Dorothy. Hi, uh, Dorothy. My name's Dave. Can I call you Dottie? Sure can. Hey, Dottie. We're doing our radio show uh, down here in San Diego on KGB, and I've got Jimmy on the phone, if Jimmy. you want to say Jimmy. <laughs> oh, my grandson. Yes. Is he a good boy? Oh, yes. Is he respectful of his grandparents? Well, most of the time. Sometimes not, huh? Sometimes not. Oh, that could be one of those times right now. <laughs> Did I catch you in the middle of anything right now, Dorothy? Uh, well, no, I just came back from a walk. Well, that sounds lovely. Jimmy? Yeah? You want to talk to your grandmother? Sure. Go ahead. Hi, Nanny. Hi, Jimmy. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, pretty good. And I have a question. Yes. <laughs> kind of stupid, but uh, when was the last time you and Papa had sex? Oh. Huh? What'd you say? He said, I believe, uh, when was the last time that you and Papa, is that his name for uh, his grandfather? Yes. I believe he said, when's the last time you and Papa had sex? Well, let's see. It's really none of his business. No. But if he if he's insisted on knowing, it was this morning before Papa went to work. Yeah! Wow. <laughs> and then you just trotted on out for a walk. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I just felt so good. I went out for a walk. Wow. <laughs> good for you, girl. Just this morning, huh? Wow. Yep. Love it. Wow. Now, may I ask a uh, personal question? And that is, how old is how old of a gentleman is Papa? 
well, he'll be 72 this year. And uh, still uh, quite an active, loving husband. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. We've been married 50 years. Well, I'm very wow. happy for you, Dorothy. I think that's great. What's that, Jimmy? Oh, Jimmy wants to know what position was uh, utilized this morning, Dorothy. Do I have to tell him that? Well, yeah. he might not win the prize if you don't tell him. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, boy, I just hate to tell him that. Mm, well, I guess he's not going to win this car. Well, okay, the old 69. Are we still on the air? This is the DSC. 50 years rocking you from 1015. It's KGB. Let me see. What's well, a four pack of tickets for Disneyland Resort Halloween time? Yeah, I guess Halloween at Disneyland is. Uh, a whole different world, isn't it? Oh, it's it's you one been? of the best times to go. We usually we usually try and go every year around that mm. time at some point. Happy hauntings at Disneyland Resort, and we'll be giving these away by the four pack today, tomorrow, every day this week here on the DSE Radio Show again today, making a return a little bit later on this morning is going to be Lucky Seven. Remember the game Lucky Seven that we debuted last week? We'll be doing that again this morning here. Also, Jay Leno in just a couple minutes is going to be on the show here this morning. Dear Dave, I was listening to last week's shows over the weekend. Yeah, you can podcast everything that we do if you just go to 101kgb.com or get that free iHeartRadio app either way. Everything we do is available for you there. Like Mike from Michigan, Transmitter doesn't quite make it out to Michigan, so he listens to us that way and we're glad to have you with us mike he says i caught the one about dse catchphrases now i know i'm late to the party but i had two of them that i still say to this day the first is from rod and lance every opportunity i get i tell people we make a lot of money (laughs) and the other was whenever you were talking to mrs shooty and hearing her say shooty God. <laughs> Those episodes had me laughing so hard at all the other good bits and catchphrases you've done. Love your show and Yavel. That is Mike from Michigan, who has been listening to us for many, many years. Thanks, Mike. Dear Dave, just to cheer you up a bit after Ice Cube sucking the life out of you, I remember not long ago... You had an interview with a cat named Ringo, and you got a peace and love brother from a beetle. But Ice Cube can't say that, Dave. <laughs> love your show, and that's the Hall of Fame Holly checking in. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Don't forget that. Hmm. People are still writing about Ice Cube. Dear Dave, I just saw Ice Cube on TV for one of his movie promo commercials. What a douche was my instant reaction. His delayed responses during the interview had me confused at first. Then I realized he's brain dead with his nonsensical answers. If Dave, if you can't fix that guy in an interview, there's no hope for him. You're a trooper for keeping that going to the end, a true pro. I would have hung up on that guy 
and said, bummer, technical problems. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Damn it. Like the obvious go-to. Why don't I think oh. of that? Just bail. Shoot a flare, jump off the boat, bail out. What a mess. Well, that one's not on you, Dave. Most celebrities love you because you do your research to ask interesting things to keep them engaged instead of asking them the same stupid questions most radio people ask. All right, well, thank you very much. And that is uh, Mike checking in. Thank you, Mike. I don't, t- I don't think I'm going to take the Ice Cube interview disaster to my grave. Like others, I will. But not that one. No. Dear Dave, I firmly believe the best catchphrase of all is... You're on your own. <laughs> Godspeed. Oh, that was a that was a beauty. Boyer and Chainsaw. Once again, Boyer and Chainsaw. You're on your own. Uh, Dear Dave, from last week's show, please pass along my gratitude for Chris Boyer saying that Ronald Reagan was the second greatest president of all time. I am humbled. I'll just say Ronnie and I are tied for first. How's that? Thanks, Chris. Signed, President Joe Biden. (laughs) All right. That was very sweet. Thank you, Joe. Dear Dave, I'll always go cookie when he says, when will they ever learn when something does go sideways and stupid? That's listener Tom checking in. Has a lot of good ones out there. All right, Chainsaw, what is going to be in sports next year? Padres still have a chance. The Aztecs wilted on Saturday, and Hmm. we are two days away. Which means we have to make our picks. Yeah, we do. Our football. Uh Who gets to go first this year, do we know? I have a list. I will pull that up and find that out. I have a list, but I don't have it. I have a list. I just have to find it. I don't have it in front of me. You know what? I'll go first if it saves everybody some trouble. (laughs) If you were going to go first, Chainsaw, who would you pick? The Buffalo Bills. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, they seem pretty loaded for bear right now, mm-hmm. and they they got close. They should have. What does that mean, loaded for bear? I d- it's another beck and call type of situation. <laughs> Who would you pick, boy, if you're first? The Raiders. Why? Because <laughs> nothing against them. They no. could. It might be them. They could. You never know. Because. The Raiders-Chargers battle rages on, and I hate the Chargers, and they suck, and get out of town, and you've left, and we don't want you back. They did get out of town. We hope you bomb and auger in. Spoken like a true uh, avid Charger fan. What do you get for that? Are you like... I got nothing. I got a buddy who works for the Raiders organization. No, what do you you get for hating the Chargers? You you did nothing to keep them here. Why are you so hurt for them leaving? Because uh, they scammed a bunch of money out of the stupid uh, city fathers with that ticket guarantee back when I was a San Diego City resident. Back in the 90s. Oh, 
I don't know. I just, uh, it, it's just been a, what a grudge. Thank you. That's a beauty. I hold it. I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not judge. I'm not a grudge judge. I'm a big fan of grudges. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I am. Holding a grudge is a wonderful thing. I just, I just wanted to know if there was any redeeming quality to holding a grudge. Because I think that's the best kind of grudge to hold. There's no reason for it at all. Mm-hmm. Other than spite. That's good stuff. I like it. What about you, Sarah? You're not going with those dreadful eagles again. No, I'm not. But I, I finally got Tom Brady last year. And he lost for me. I hear he you, sister. He can't do it again, right? So I feel like I'd have to just try one more time. You'd go back? One more time. Yeah. I took the Rams the year after... They should have won the Super Bowl, and the year before they won the Super Bowl, that one year, they had an almost great year, and then a crap year, that's when I took them, and then they won the Super Bowl. Thank you, Rams. Awesome. I don't know. I don't know who's supposed to, who's the guaranteed supposed to, I don't know. No guarantee. There's nothing special this year. I mean, yeah. you told me that uh, the Buccaneers are looking sideways. Looking sideways on their offensive line, certainly. But uh, the Bills, the Rams, the Packers. What do you think about Tom and, and Giselle Chiefs. getting divorced? And the Chiefs. Uh, that would be a uh, earth-shaking event from a media standpoint. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. they Supposedly, she wants to go back to her own work. Since Tom's working, I'm going to work, and I'm going to Brazil, and it didn't sound like she took the family. Well, someone's got to watch after those kids. Well. Not like they can get a nanny or no. something. <laughs> no. Giselle's been sitting at home, you know, brushing out her thongs and her bras, waiting to go back to work. Tom teased her. Yeah, he did. Then he signed another 10-year deal to run off with Fox and be an announcer during the football season. Man. He just does not want to be home. Hey, it certainly appears that way. History and future, you know, predicate that opinion. All right, stand by for the chainsaw. And then the great Jay Leno going to be on our show this Tuesday morning here on the DSC Radio Show. Hope you had a good Labor Day. It's the official end of summer. You can feel that crisp bite in the air. You got your Uggs out. It's sweater weather. Let's have a big bowl of stew and some pumpkin spice and tea. Let's snuggle up. And listen to the Chainsaw Do Sports now on the KGB. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, David. Hello, welcome everybody in the sports world. After losing two out of three at Dodger Stadium, the Padres came home yesterday to host the Arizona Diamondbacks. Swung on and popped up down the right field line. Varsho is there, and he's got it. The Diamondbacks come into San Diego, and they blank the Padres by a final score of 5 to nothing. Will you shut up? Yeah. <laughs> Yet somehow, despite the Fernando Tatis disaster and going only 14-16 and 16 since the big Juan Soto trade, the Padres are somehow... Still up two games on Milwaukee for the third of three wildcard playoff spots with, according to ESPN, an 80% chance of making the playoffs. It's hard to believe. Well, believe it. With only 26 more games to play, including tonight, Joe No-No Musgrove on the hill. Padres D-backs first pitch, 640 our time. 
at Petco Park. We are now fewer than 3,500 minutes away from kicking off the NFL season. Thursday night, the Los Angeles Rams host the Buffalo Bills. This Sunday, the Chargers host the Raiders. And the Tampa Bay Bradeneers visit the Dallas Cowboys. The Pittsburgh Steelers have announced Mitchell Trubisky as their starting quarterback, which is great news for him as well as all the teams the Steelers are playing this year, including uh, this Sunday at Cincinnati. San Diego State Aztecs wilted not only under the 100-degree heat at brand-new Snapdragon Stadium yesterday, or Saturday, excuse me, but the resurgent University of Arizona Wildcats, who were 1-11 last year, oh. but are 1-0 so far this year after ambushing the Aztecs 38-20. to The game was a near sellout, but there appeared to be about five or 10,000 no-shows who may have preferred caving up with the AC and watching the game on TV, which the national broadcast began with a delightful recap of the Aztecs' rape allegations. So, kind of a hot bummer on Saturday for the red and black. Speaking of which, as macho as it is wearing black shirts in 100-degree weather, at a certain point, doesn't basic Mother Nature kick that concept in the ass? How dare you! The Aztecs host Idaho State this Saturday, kicking off at 5 p.m. sunset around 7. Meanwhile, in the national that I live by the beach, which is great. I like it, the ocean. I was at the beach the other day, and uh, there was a guy with a metal detector combing the sand. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Just a guy with a... Little earphones, beep, boop. And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, is there still treasure out there that nobody's found? Like, what is he looking for? I didn't understand. So I asked him, because I'm an idiot, I'm like, hey, what are you looking for, treasure or what? And the guy got mad. He's like, no, I'm looking for jewelry. Moron. He like goes back. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, oh yeah, of course, because whenever I go to the beach, I always make sure I have a lot of ill fitting jewelry on me. <laughs> Like, oh, we're going to the beach? Let me get my medallion and my earrings and my tiara. <laughs> but they don't fit that well. It's all right. Let's just go. <laughs> but then I, I, then I thought, like, what if he did find treasure? I would look like a d- you know what I mean? I see the guy, like, <laughs> I see the guy an hour later with a huge chest. He's like, yeah, I did find treasure, ass. <laughs> yeah, I did. There you go. Good association. We saw a couple guys out there over the weekend. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo sat out a Euro game with his native Greece due, uh, due to a knee discomfort. Mm-hmm. The coach of the Greece team said it's nothing major, but the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks said, uh, "Oh no, yeah." The NBA regular season tips off in six weeks. In other sports, David, the email to the show has a subject line that says, "Chainsaw, you jerk." Yes. I don't know what the commercial was for. Maybe sleep aids. Might have been for pillows. I don't know. But I'm watching Lindsey Vaughn in bed, her head on a pillow, and I could not pay attention to what they were selling. I was just thinking how difficult it was for the props department to make such a huge, oversized pillow to accommodate the giant head that Chainsaw has pointed out for life for me. Signed... Thanks a lot, Chainsaw. You jerk. Yes! You, know, you, th- you think Lindsey Vaughn has a a larger head? Well, well, perhaps, but what a beautiful face she has. Oh, my. Yeah. 
KGBSC. On the iHeartRadio app, on your smart devices, or on 101KGB.com. Go ahead. Uh, thank you, Jay. I'll take government programs for 200. All right, let's take a look. Stimulus bill. President Obama. What did uh, Congress just pass? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. President Bush, stimulus bill. What was President Clinton's nickname? <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> oh, no. You didn't know him, but oh. Yeah. <laughs> Your choice. Yeah, Pope Ray, 300. Pope Ray. The answer is Mary Todd. President Lincoln. Who was my wife? No, I'm sorry, sir, that is incorrect. You're kidding. I've got a tattoo on my ass that says differently. That's <laughs> <laughs> right here. Never, never, right there, never mind, never mind. Once again, the answer is Mary Todd. President Obama. Uh, what do guys want to do in San Francisco? <laughs> Mary Todd, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Presidential Jeopardy with Jay Leno, who our old friend joins us now back on the radio. When I say old friend, I say it's because we have him on regularly. The last time we had Jay Leno on this show, Chainsaw, as you recall, was 31 years ago. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> to 78 degrees. Okay, that's not air conditioner. Turn your air conditioner to 78 degrees. Okay, that's not air conditioning. That's heating. Okay. <laughs> uh, good morning, Jay. How are you? I'm doing very good. I'm excited to have you here on the show after a 31-year absence from our show. I'm going to remind you about this. I just want to be a pest. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, <laughs> that's very kind of you, isn't it? You know, what a thoughtful guy. time in between, you know? No, it's this is a true story. Uh, decades ago, we used to do this thing called Foodathon. At Thanksgiving, and uh, we would be on the radio here. Uh, we would start at, I don't know, our, our usual thing, like 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. We'd go all night into the next day and gathering food for the um, the hungry and the homeless and stuff like that. And so we're like halfway through the show. It was like 11 or 12 o'clock at night, and Jay was good enough to come on the show with us. And uh, he did like 10 or 15 minutes with us to help us promote the Foodathon. And I remember Jay comes on and goes, isn't it great? You know, we starve these people all year. And then one day a year we come on and we jam food down their throats. <laughs> and I was, I was too, I was too stuck up about our cause to have laughed at the joke at the time. But now I think it's pretty funny, yeah, it actually. So anyway, it is well, great. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it took yeah. me 31 years to get the joke. That's how, there you go. what there a you sense go. of humor I, I have. Ever. That's what I say. I have seen Jay so many times. And I love this guy. I think he's one of the all-time... I hope you take this as a... For as big a TV star as you are, I think you're one of the all-time greatest stand-up comedians of all time. And uh, I really am a fan of yours. And, well, thanks. Very kind. Oh, no, it's true. Coming, but go ahead, yeah. It's absolutely true. And uh, you are a, a great TV star from all the, the things that you've done now, including this uh, TV show that you do on CB CNBC called uh, Jay Leno's Garage. Uh, which is going to be on TV tomorrow night, and who are we going to sing? Well, we got we got President Biden, we got Elon Musk, we got Post Malone, we got Kelly Clarkson. You know, everybody. You know, the, the fun thing about doing this show is, I call people up and I say, "Will you come on my car show?" And I got, uh, I don't want to think about cars. Okay, look, I don't care about your drug bust. I'm not interested in your divorce. <laughs> in fact, 
arrested for DUI. We don't have to discuss that. We're just talking about it. So once people realize you're not going to humiliate them or embarrass them, boy, they volunteer and they come on and they're great, you know? And that's what makes it fun. Everybody has some car connection. Even yeah. people, car people, you know, like, uh, who, who do we have? We had somebody on and they, I, I, they said, I don't know anything about cars. And I go, did your parents have a car? Yeah, what did they have? My dad had an old Cadillac. Do you ever do anything? Yeah, we go for ice cream every Sunday. Fine, we find that model Cadillac, we pick up a star, and we take off ice cream. And then we, and then it sort of rolls from there, you know? Hmm. It was sort of like a Rolling Tonight show kind of thing, so that's kind of what it is. Everyone, but, you know what? Everyone does have that, that car connection. Right. And, and, and I think you do a great job with it. I've seen uh, other guys, uh, uh, Seinfeld does a car thing. And uh, who's the guy that he does the thing where people sing in their car? People do. Oh, the car karaoke. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah James Corden. Yeah, I, I did that, too. That was fun. That they was really great. do. They have a they have a serious connection, especially when you go back to when they were kids. You talk about that guy who had that connection with a convertible Cadillac going out for ice cream. I mean, that takes you back to when, when you were a childhood. But, yeah, um, and, and I'm at the age now where the people are adults. You know, about 35 years ago, this uh, kid wrote me a letter, and he said, Mr. Leno, he was like 12. He said, I told all my friends that you're my uncle, and on weekends we go riding around in your Lamborghini, and uh, would you come pick me up and give me a ride to school in the Lamborghini so my friends won't know I'm a liar. So I called him, and I go, first of all, you are a liar. <laughs> I mean, I'm not <laughs> your uncle. He goes, I know, but I said, so I, I called his parents, and I said, can I take Okay. So I picked the kid up in the Lamborghini, you know, and I took him for a ride, and we pull up in front of the school just when the school buses are there, you know. And the doors come up, and the kid gets out. Thanks, Uncle Jay. I go, oh, he does know. He does cry around Jay. I, it just, I said to myself, uh, I, I did a good deed, but I also helped a liar. <laughs> <laughs> it was hey, one of those weird things, you know. I'll tell you what. Um, when I was reading about you last night, um, I became indoctrinated into Stump a Car Nerd. And oh, right. I know that's funny. I gotta tell you, I if you have never seen Stump a Carnard, I saw Jay take this car journalist, Kristen Lee, for a ride in a car blindfolded. Now I wasn't sure what kind of shenanigans you are putting a woman into a car blindfolded, but yeah, you put this woman, put this woman. in a uh, Mustang blindfolded, and she had to guess what kind of car she was in, and she nailed it. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, there are people who are quite good at that. I mean, that's what makes it fun, you know. When you get when you get car nerds or like sports nerds or like music nerds, they hear two notes and they know the song, you know. So that that's kind of the idea. This is more for automotive fans, you know. Tim Allen did it too. You were able to put him blindfolded into an old Japanese car, and yeah, well, he figured out. I, I love Tim, you know. So yeah. I, I mind. I do his show. I was on his show um, uh, for. Uh, God, seven seasons we did, and we, 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 Last Man Standing. It was great fun. That's a great <laughs> show. That's a great show. I'm curious when you had Kristen Lee in that Shelby Cobra Mustang, that muscle car, and you, I could tell you were loving it. There was a point where you said, "Let's punch it and see what happens," and you floored it. And right. I don't know where you were. You're somewhere in Los Angeles. Do you have to get like special clearance to be able to go like 100 miles an hour down the road, or are you just taking a chance? I mean, what's going on with that? Well, let's just say you don't get special clearance to go 100 miles. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing as, excuse me, officer, I have special clearance. Don't! No, don't. Uh, 
It's really, it's really cool to watch. I'm curious. Okay. Hey, how long do you think until we have readily available flying cars or like drones for the public? And oh, is that a good idea or a bad idea? I think you'll see flying cars the same day we wear silver suits. And instead of having a meal, you take a pill. Remember that was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, have you cracked the secret, by the way, on how we are going to be able to support an electric grid for all our EV cars? Do you know how that's going to work out for us yet? I don't know. I think it, I think it will work out because ultimately you can you can produce electricity quicker than you can produce gasoline. I mean, so I, I, I think it will happen. I mean, an awful lot of homes here in California have uh, solar. Yeah. I, mean, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of friends that just, Every night they go home and the solar powers their car, you know, it's, it's storage battery. And the next day, it's essentially, quote, free electricity once you paid for the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah if you've so, got the solar, that's going to work out great. All and right. all those charging stations that Elon has, uh, those are solar powered. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's an interesting guy. I was just down there at SpaceX, uh, uh, Starbase down there in Texas. And he's building a thousand rockets to go to the moon. I mean, it sounds like some bad Goldfinger thing, you know. Do you really but mean a thousand? A thousand. He's got a thousand um, rockets. Rockets to Mars every three days. <laughs> Even the government doesn't have enough money to build a thousand rockets. Look at this guy. But That's... the thing is, he can build them at ten percent of what the government does. Yeah, I know. You know, he's a fascinating guy. We I, we spent a lot of time together. And he said, right now it costs a billion dollars to put one gallon of water on Mars. Hmm. And he said he wants to get that down to $100,000 a gallon, which is still, <laughs> of course, crazy. But, but you see how he thinks. Yeah. Uh, you know, he takes manufacturing. I mean, he, the government can't even, the government's been trying to send this rocket to the moon for, what, a couple of weeks now? Yeah. No. I mean, Elon does it. And with private money. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I'm a fan, just like you. Yeah. I'm a fan. Absolutely. Interesting guy. Interesting guy. And uh, that's the, he seems like just a regular guy. And then you're talking to him, and some physicist comes over. Oh, listen, we're having a problem with the trajectory. Oh, yeah, here's your problem right here. Oh, okay, thank you. You know, and I go, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable. That's very know? cool. Well, we'll be yeah. watching you uh, tomorrow night. And tomorrow it's an night. all-new electrifying season of Jay Leno's Garage on CNBC. And we'll talk to you in 31 years, Jay. I don't know what year okay. that'll be, but we'll, all, we'll still all be working by then, I'm sure. Right, Jay Leno. So. All right, thank, thank you, Jay. Bye-bye. There he goes. You remember that? 31 years ago when we had him on our phone? <laughs> yeah, very foggy. <laughs> very foggy. A thousand rockets aimed at the moon? Is that even possible? Jesus. I can't wrap my head around that. <laughs> I can't either. And he's still the and he still has enough money to be the richest guy on it. Right. That's wild. Uh, I'm reading that uh, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, is going to be on tonight. Uh, she, of course, does all those Nissan commercials. She's going to teach Jay how to fly. Alfonso Ribeiro, TV's Carlton, reveals his secret passion. You know how? Um, you know how he's got like. How many cars do you think Jay Leno has? Oof. 120? I thought it was a lot more than that. Oh, but I'm, I don't I'm know. I'm just guessing. I thought you knew the number. I don't know. I No, I don't. I don't know. But you know how 
we've got like one car and you get that crappy piece of mail once a year from the DMV. Ugh, gotta pay my oh damn. God. <laughs> yeah. This guy must be getting six or seven of those oh. every day. Yeah. He's gotta have an assistant just to handle the tags. And the renewal fees for all his cars. Says 180 cars. 180? On 160 motorcycles. Mm Mm-hmm. He's got 340 vehicles. That's almost as much as boy. Except his run. Are you sure? They all, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen his? He's got, like, multiple warehouse garages for all his vehicles. Very impressive. But that um, stumped the car nerd. Is very impressive when you see these people sitting blindfolded in a car and they can tell what kind of car they're in. All right, thank you to Jay Leno. What is today? Today's 2022. So we won't be talking to him until 2053. Okay, I'll schedule it. We put in a word with his people. I was at a golf tournament one time. One of these fancy, like, Rancho Santa Fe golf tournaments. I don't remember what the cause was. It was a charity thing. And they had their awards afterwards. A nice banquet inside. And the guest speaker was Jay Leno. Oh, okay. Wow. And I'm watching this thing. And this was when he was still hosting The Tonight Show. And I'm watching this thing going... This guy taped The Tonight Show at... 4, 4.30 in Burbank, and then flew out here to be the MC at this thing. The guy is a hustler. Oh, God. Yeah. A hustler. Yes, he is. He works hard. All right, 888-570-1015 is our number. That's what you call me for lucky number seven for your four-pack of Disneyland tickets, which I am giving away next. Yes is the DSC. So easy you can do it in your underwear. I want to break free. Ready to break free, San Diego? See the world with Norwegian and enjoy 40% off all cruises to the Caribbean, Europe, and more. We'll even help you get there with free airfare for second guest. Plus, enjoy free open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer and soon, San Diego. Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe, feel free. Ships registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. I had a nighttime routine for my frequent heartburn. I would drink milk, I would sleep upright with more pillows, but that painful burning stayed. So I made Prilosec OTC part of my morning routine. With just one pill in the morning, Prilosec OTC prevents excess acid production, blocking heartburn day and night. Now I have a new nighttime routine. I call it sleeping. One pill, 24 hours, zero heartburn. With Prilosec OTC. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. If you want your dental visit to feel like this, try Crest Densify. Crest Densify actively rebuilds tooth density to extend the life of teeth by remineralizing enamel. Crest, the number one toothpaste brand in America. You're on San Diego's home. Just tell Alexa to play 101.5 KGB from iHeartRadio. It's 101.5 KGB's 50th anniversary. 50 years back in San Diego. 
Time for look at traffic with the DSC on KGB. Eight westbound, an accident is blocking the on-ramp at College Avenue. Traffic is slow from El Cajon Boulevard. 15 southbound, an accident is being cleared via Rancho Parkway. Traffic is slow from Deer Springs Road. And on the 15 northbound, an accident is being cleared at Claremont Mesa Boulevard. This traffic report is sponsored by Ruder Ranger. Ruder Ranger Plumbing guarantee their $47 drain special is the lowest in the market. If you can find a lower price, they'll beat it. 888-7 Ranger, get you out of plumbing danger. All right, time for lucky number seven. We've got four packs of Disneyland tickets to give away every day, all week here. Thank you, Disneyland. Let's all go to Disneyland for Halloween time. Happy hauntings at the Disneyland Resort with seasonal decor, transformed Halloween-themed attractions, sightings of beloved Disney character. Do you say beloved or beloved? Beloved. Beloved. <laughs> beloved sounds cooler. Beloved Disneyland characters, dastardly villains, delightful tricks and treats abound. It's Halloween time at its back. Now, through October 31st, which coincidentally enough is Halloween this year. Halloween falls on October 31st this wow. year, so more chances to win. Oh, come on. Are you still pushing this line? It's still there. Has anyone ever actually won by going on 101kgb.com and won something? I don't follow that those statistics, David. But it's probably a it. good idea. <laughs> Nothing but heartbreak there. All right. The way to win these tickets this morning is to call us now, 888-570-1015. And we're going to play our new game. We've only played it one time so far called Lucky Number 7. And Sarah wrote this game, so tell everyone how... Oh, look at that. Line 3 and 4 works now. Yeah, but when you they hang up as soon as I answer it. Let me try it. Hang on. Hi, do you want to play lucky number seven? Yes. Very good. I'm going to put you on hold. Stand by. Oh, my God. Don't go anywhere. Hey, wait. What's your name? Hello? Now, did he hang up? See, this is this is the weird thing I'm having with those two lines. I hear people for a minute, and then it's nothing. Is that right? Yeah. Well, let me try this person here. Hello? You're on the DSC. Hi. Hey, what's your name? My name is Brittany. Brittany, can you still hear me? Can you hear me? I hear you just fine. Do you want to play lucky okay. number seven? Yes. I'll let you go first if you want. And it's gone. And she's gone. See? That was unfair. She got all excited totally, to play. Totally, I know. Brittany, call me back. I'll be sure to let you play. Lines three and four are broken. Those are the ones that are doing exactly what you just heard. All right. Here's the deal. 888-570-1015 is our number, but don't call on line three or four. Okay. Now... <laughs> How does the game work? All right, so you have seven trivia questions. You're going to go to a caller at random, and you're going to ask them the first trivia question. If they get it right, they move on to the next question, and so on and so on. If they get it wrong, you can put them on hold, and you move on to the next line. Whoever ends up getting the seventh trivia question correct is going to be the winner. Now, the first person I'm going to have play this game is going to be Lori. Okay, Lori? Good morning. Hi. Yes. Lori's going to be first. Now, you're saying if Lori gets one wrong, I should put her on hold and let her try again? It just depends how you feel. But, yeah, I that's what we did last that's, week. Yeah, that's I what we that did last week. Wrong, didn't like it. Then they're goodbye. You got to get it or you get out. All right. Don't you agree with that, Lori? Yeah. I, I mean, we play by championship rules on this show. Okay. Then so be it. Championship rules don't give you a chance to get it right again. Okay. Now, Lori, you're going to be the first one. All right. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Because if you know your Disney trivia, then you're going to win. 
Right on. But if you screw up, other people get to pick up where you left off. It's kind of a double-edged sword. I'm not sure how to figure this one out. I'm not sure if I love it or if I hate it. That's why I like this game. But I hate it. All right. <laughs> yeah. I want to tell you, Lori, that I tested these questions on Chris Boyer. You don't want to know how many of the seven he got right? How many? One. <laughs> he got one right. <laughs> oh, no. And he is a huge Disneyland fan. Mm-hmm. Are you a huge Disneyland fan? Yes, my family is. I have a four-pack of tickets for Disneyland for you. Do you have four people who want to go? Yes, I do. I have four kids that want to go. Four kids? Yep. You're just going to send them by themselves? No uh, adult guardian? (laughs) No one there to take care of them? No, I'm going to take them. Oh, you are. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck, Lori. Here we go with question number one. Are you ready? Angelina Jolie brought what Disney villain to life? Melissa Tint. You win! Got it right. That's question one. Yes. You're off to a hot start. Chris Boyer didn't get that one right. You did. You're doing great. You ready for question two? Yes. What is written on the bottom of Woody's shoe in the movie Toy Story? Andy. You win! You got it right. Oh, yes, Wow. You got question two right. Nice. We're up to question three. Are you ready? Yes. What does Hakuna Matata mean? No worries. You win! Oh, my God. You know what Chris Boyer said? (laughs) Chris Boyer said it means the circle of life. (laughs) Different movie. Different movie. Oh, shoot. It's all right. What's the matter? It's the same movie. It's the The circle of life? It's the Lion King. Is it? Yeah. Oh. That's why I was shocked he was actually in the right movie. Oh, I got that wrong. (laughs) I'm even worse than Chris Boyer at this game. It's all right. You are three questions in. No one has ever gone seven for seven. You could be the first one to do it. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's question four. Sully and Mike Wazowski star in what Disney Pixar movie? Monsters, Inc. You win! You got it. Oh, my God, Lori. Yes! You're more than halfway through. Here's question five. This is the one that Chris Boyer got right. Oh. I mean, I don't think that'll whammy you or anything. I'm just telling you that's the one he got right. Are you ready? Yes. Anastasia and Drizella are the evil stepsisters of who? Cinderella. You win! That's question five. Look at her go. Two questions left. (laughs) Are you ready for question six? Yes. All right, Lori. Doing very good. Here's question six. For your four-pack of tickets to Disneyland Halloween time, which Disney princess sings Once Upon a Dream? Sleeping Beauty. 
You win! Oh my god, Lori. Oh my god, I'm oh my dying. God. <laughs> yes! We're up to question seven. Yes! <laughs> Are you ready for question seven? Yes. <laughs> Do you know what happens if you get this one right? We get to go to Disneyland. Not only do you get to go to Disneyland, but everyone else who's on hold will curse your name. <laughs> They're all so mad right now. They want you. You've done all the work. Everyone wants you to fail on this question now, so all they have to do is answer one question. Oh, my goodness. So here we are. We've never had anyone go seven for seven in Lucky Seven. You could be it. That almost makes you DSC Hall of Fame material. This is very impressive. Ooh. What are you doing today, by the way? I didn't get a chance to talk to you. Are you having a busy morning? What's happening? I'm babysitting grandbabies. Um, just basically staying out of the heat today. Mm. Do you have a button at your house that makes it nice and cool? Yes, I do. Chris <laughs> Boyer has a switch at his house, which brings all the hot air into his house. Oh, my God. Isn't that nice? <laughs> like a blow dryer. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. And how many grandbabies are you looking over? Two. All right. And how old are they? They're two and one. Ugh, God. Oh, boy. Dreadful. <laughs> she just put them like in a, in a, like a little pen, a.k.a. jail cell, and just hope that they keep exactly. quiet. Mm -hmm. Little Jack Daniels in the bottle. That'll keep them quiet most of the day. Yeah. That's how it's done, girl. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Laurie, this is very exciting. Here's your seventh question, and this one's a toughie, all right? Okay. And I'll bet you can almost guess what the seventh question is going to be. In Lucky 7, it's a seven-part question, Lori, and that is name all seven of Snow White's dwarves. Okay. It's Sleepy, Sneezy, Bash, Grumpy, Bashful. Ooh. That's four. Um, believe it. Happy. That's five. Dopey. That's six. Bashful. You did sleepy, sneezy, grumpy, assy, which I don't think is one. <laughs> Bashful, happy, dopey. There's one more. Doc. champion right there unbelievable Woo! there's no way anybody else could have done that Lori, very impressive you have swept lucky seven and you got a four pack of tickets to disneyland resort really i think you should have won disneyland i think you should have won the <laughs> resort for that i don't think walt disney could have done that that was super impressive Lori. congratulations you win and i love your show oh i didn't get it back that was a crappy ending to a great bit. Damn it! Other than that, it was perfect. Welcome. Let me test you on one, Chris Boyer. Kay. You've heard the answer. I'll give you 15 <laughs> seconds to give me all seven 
of the dwarves. Okay. Sleepy, dopey, dark, bashful, um, happy, humpy. Was that it? Uh, I think you got it right at 15. <laughs> oh, no, you missed one. And you missed uh, one. Stubborn. Humpy. Did you say humpy? He, I did. he sure did. You want to try and do a chainsaw in 15 oh, seconds? Oh, God. Go. Ah! <laughs> uh, sleepy, dark, happy, humpy, uh, bashful. Yes. You got four and two seconds. Craig, Steve, and Mark. <laughs> mm. That is the most frustrating question. And people have been asking that question for, is it like 90 years? Yeah. Isn't Snow White been around for 90 years virtually? Didn't it come out in the 1930s? I think so. It's got to be the most frustrating question because it's like we know them, but we can't recall them. Right. And I don't know which one's the hardest one to get. Is it bashful? Is that because he's not a grumpy, happy, sleepy, sneezy? They're all E ones. Then bashful shows up out of nowhere. But Lori got them all. She was very, very impressive. impressive. God, no All right, we're going to have another four-pack of tickets for Disneyland Resort Halloween time for you tomorrow morning here on the DSC Radio Show. No doubt, your grand prize for winning on the Battle of the Sexes, which Sarah still has a, well, I can't even call it a commanding lead. It's a lead. It's right. a good lead. It's a lead. It's a great shrinking. Lead. Yeah, but it's... okay, that's a good that's a good adjective. Yeah. Uh, a shrinking lead, but a lead. It's a good lead. Nonetheless, yeah. ever since the boys adopted the all-time ringer, the uh, Cred Bromo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Who has beaten her two weeks in a row? Really depressing to keep pointing that out, David. Well, guess who's playing Battle of the Sexes tomorrow? No. Freaking Bromo no. is who it is. Yeah, <laughs> right it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Who would you choose? Who would you choose? Between Bromo, Chainsaw, and Boyer. For Battle of the Sexes? Mm. Chainsaw? <laughs> what a marvelous compliment. <laughs> and the laugh that followed it as well. That still hasn't ended. Still well, laughing. then, Chainsaw, it isn't. Hey! Gotcha. What? We'll do Battle of the Sexes tomorrow for those Halloween time Disneyland tickets. All right, Chase, so what are we talking about on sports next day? All those Taylor Swift answers I get wrong. Anyway, uh, Padraiser's still in the driver's seat. Is he the greatest player in the world? And what about this other guy in his sport? Is he the greatest? We'll explain. All right, stand by for the chainsaw next here on this Tuesday DSC radio show. You've got San Diego's 101.5 KGB. Home of the DSC. Well, thanks for switching us on this post-Labor Day weekend Tuesday morning here on the DSC radio show. Dave, Sarah, chainsaw with you now on 101.5 KGB. Let's talk sports. Good morning. Well, good morning. And thank you, David. And hello again, everybody. In the sports world, after losing two out of three at Dodger Stadium, the Padres came home yesterday to host the Arizona Diamondbacks. Swung on and popped up yeah. down the right field line. Yeah. Varsho is there, and he's got it. 
The Diamondbacks come into San Diego what? and they blank the Padres by a final score oh. of five to nothing. Oh, stupid Duke. Yeah. yeah. Well, Arizona actually. Thank you, Bromo. Arizona has been having their way with us, beating the Padres yesterday and on Saturday. The University of Arizona Wildcats mm. spoiled the Aztecs' debut of Snapdragon Stadium with a 38 to 20 thumping in 100 degree heat. I don't want to hear that. Okay, then you might like to hear. Despite yesterday's loss at Petco, the Padres are up two games on Milwaukee for the third of three wildcard playoff spots with, with, according to ESPN, an 80% chance of making the playoffs. Did you just make that up? No, ESPN did. Only 26 more games to play, including tonight, Joe No-No Musgrove on the hill. Padres D-backs, first pitch 640 our time at Petco Park. Is this man... The greatest baseball player in the world. And the right-handed deal. Swung on. There goes the deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. I have never seen a player have a year like this. Unbelievable. Aaron Judge. A Judgeian blast. The deep left field. All rise. Here comes the Judge. Yeah, leading the majors with 54 homers, 117 RBI, with a month to go. I noticed in his biographical information, Aaron Judge is a graduate of Fresno State University, widely regarded as America's greatest educational institution, unlike easy entry diploma mills like Stanford, Harvard, and Duke. Stupid Duke! Here, here. Back to the gridiron, the college football playoffs will expand from four to 12 teams by the year 2026. How about that? So instead of beating, you know, beating back three challengers, Alabama will now beat back 11 challengers. <laughs> and the Aztecs, they're back in action. This Saturday at Snapdragon, they're hosting U Idaho, Idaho State, uh, kicking off at 5 o'clock our time. So sunset around 7. We are two days away. Gosh, a lot of good stuff. Two days away from kicking off the NFL season Thursday night. The Los Angeles Rams host the Buffalo Bills. The Chargers host the Raiders on Sunday. And check this out. Former NFL player and podcaster, uh, what's his name? Where is it? Ryan Harris, one of only 37,000 former NFL players with a podcast, has this opinion of uh, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. Okay, check this out the best quarterback I've ever seen, and I played with Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. Wow. This guy is unbelievable. I played with Peyton Manning okay. and Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm telling you, he's the be Justin Herbert's the better quarterback, best quarterback I've ever seen, and he's got the most talented arm in the NFL. How about that? Yes, and uh, Herbert and the Chargers host the Vegas Raiders on Sunday in their opener. The Raiders quarterback, no slouch himself, uh, is Derek Carr, who happened to have attended, you know, I'm just saying, he happened to... Please stop, you're just embarrassing okay, yourself. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Meanwhile, in the national that... Introducing Monarch, the luxury vehicle you can afford to drive. See your Monarch dealer today.
All prices subject to tax license and dock fees. Monarch Test Drive Special Limited to time buyers only. All prices subject to change for limited time approved credit. Finance available only to qualified buyers. OAC prices not representing interest. Import tax and licensing only available through approved credit finance lenders. Only prior approval by Monarch USA or subsidiaries. Due to large on demand resale and format line delivery laws, all potential applicants must be U.S. resident with prior approved driving record and credit history must be qualified under current national, state, and local laws. No sale will be granted to individuals with PCC trial tax pending. No one under 21 eligible for secondary payment structure without prior permission from SSA and the National Vehicle License Association. All sales are final and result in pay on mission structure without prior notice. Further transactions based on availability and factory invoice underwriter with clauses in effect with closing date and or without further notice. All vehicles subject to the standard and may not fall level on market in U.S. naturalization and any laws. No contract remains valid under any circumstances unless written by authorized Monarch dealer in conjunction with all Monarch, changing the way America drives. Skipball Association. Chicago Bulls guard Lonzo Ball. Remember him? Uh, he might uh, miss opening night October 18th with lingering pain in his surgically repaired knee, which he has been rehabbing all summer. It's not responding well. Lonzo is only 25. In other sports, David. Has Max Scherzer been listening to too much Chris Boyer? Is that possible? I don't think you, you, you can't listen to him too much. Max ended up being looked at for the injured reserve list this weekend. Some funky, weird thing with the left side of his body. But as Max pointed out, I'm hurt, but I'm not injured. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm hurt, but I'm not injured. Ah. Much like Chris Boyer would say, the car doesn't run. It's not broken. <laughs> Max says, I'm hurt, but not injured. I knew Chris Boyer would be able to explain it for me. Yes, David. Uh, hurt is a temporary condition uh, described generally as a discomfort or displeasing sensation. Injury is a more permanent or lingering defect in the body, which impairs performance. I got nothing. Thank you, Chris Boyer. How about just a couple of jibber jabberers? Maybe, maybe they're both talking out of their hats. Huh? <laughs> I'm hurt, yeah. but I'm not injured. Hi, Hi and it is 8.36 and 5 seconds, and this is your 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my! The home of the DSC. 101.5. We're just moments away from the half-baked crackpot news. Um, I have a bone to pick with Chris Boyer, mm. who tried to ruin my Labor Day weekend by sending me a very disturbing story about Southern California beaches. Okay. Are they, uh, are they, in, do we want to stay away? Well, my kid was talking to me about this. Oh my God, really? She said, stay out of the water. Yeah, Maybe it's a different wonder, story. I don't well, know. You know, I saw two things. I saw, well, I saw this, thanks to Chris Boyer. It's about something I have never heard of before. Oh, is this the uh, creature that's attacking? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Forget about the sharks. Yeah. The sharks are a walk in the park. <laughs> there is a new creature in the water, and we're going to tell you about this coming up on the Half Bay Crack Pod News. Did your daughter talk about, was it the giant, giant great whites out there? This no, weekend? my uh, no, my my wife was worried about that because she was out in the water this past weekend. There was great white in La Jolla. Oh yeah, but then there was one. There was another one, and it is the biggest one I've seen in a long time too. That these guys saw on a boat. Uh, there was one spotted by a paddleboarder in La Jolla, and these guys. They're on the from boat that saw. Sharkano. Oh my god. That volcano that's underwater <laughs> oh that god. shot out all the acid sharks yeah. that we talked about last week here. <laughs> On the show. I mean, this is what it's all about. Information, people. Angry, acid-washed sharks. They're out. They're mad. They're acid-washed, which is weird because those were only hip in the 80s. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Uh, 
Uh, the Foo Fighters had their first of two tributes to Taylor Hawkins over the weekend, so we'll have some audio from that emotional night. Can his kid play? Yes, we'll play you that. Are we going to hear it? Yeah, you're going to hear it. I didn't get it. to hear it yet. Oh, my God. It's cool watching him do it, too, because very much like Taylor, his son Shane just uses his whole body and gets into it and just was born to do it. So it was special to see him. That's, um, I like an active drummer. That's the only thing I didn't like about Charlie Watts. It's like, um, did Charlie die like a long, long time ago? And they just have like one of those Chuck E. Cheese drummers up there because that guy barely moved. Oh, no stage for presence. For a hard rocking band like the Rolling Stones. Charlie had very little movement. I like Tommy Lee. I like, you know, Taylor, that kind of thing. Yeah. I want to see an animal behind the drums. And this is his kid who's only like 16, right? I'm going to uh, double check the age. He looked he looked younger than that. I'll, I'll update that okay. for a bit. He looks much good. younger than that, but it's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, a huge movie star announced that she has cancer. Oh, mm-hmm. dear. Tell you her status, but I, I it didn't make me think if, if she were to, com- to succumb to this disease, I'm... I'm not sure that the celebrity death star would allow her into celebrity heaven. Oh, has he got a grudge with her? He does. All right. Gatorade is the latest product to start an uproar on a color debate. Is it green or is it yellow? Hmm. We'll get into that one. The original one? The original color? Lemon lime. I've always wondered about that. You have? Okay. All right. Well, oh. It's so obvious. This is, oh my God. We're talking about the very first one. The very first Gatorade. Just the classic lemon lime. That's the first one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you go now, they, they got Gatorade in every color. They got clear, purple, red, blue, you name it. Yeah. But that color. Yeah. Because okay. people will say, give me a red Gatorade. Give me a blue Gatorade. I don't think they have a bile. Is there a name bile Gatorade? <laughs> <laughs> when my dog yaks up, that's yeah. the color. Yeah. That is accurate, actually. I mean, it's in between, isn't it? It's, it's in between. so more one-sided to me. I is, can't even believe this okay, is a thing. Okay, uh, it's a thing. Because you and I are going to have this thing. Okay. Is the sun yellow? Yeah. Is grass green? <laughs> is this Gatorade Yellow like the sun. There's different shades. I'm asking. It's not. It's not yellow like the sun, is it? Not like the sun. Is it green like grass? No. So it's in between. But it's so more one-sided. It's so more one color, not even the other at all. I am not fighting for either side. Okay. I'm not. I am. I see that it's like they should call it bile. (laughs) <laughs> you know, or sinus infection Gatorade, something like that. Mm. How would that be? Delicious. Hey, they made it, not me. Yeah, that's true. I'm not responsible. I'm a consumer. Customer's <laughs> never wrong. Check this out. Uh, earlier today, I was talking about the many defense weapons that women have to protect themselves from these hideous assailants that are out on the street. And, you know, it's just it's getting worse and worse every day. And what women have to do to protect themselves, including these new yoga pants that have a built-in boner in them. Which is now available to see at 101kgb.com. Oh, Chris Boyer, take a look. Have you seen it? Uh, Not yet, but I can't wait. 101kgb.com, that's our website. And I have a picture of a model. And I think this, if it's the one I sent you, she's out on the streets. She's wearing these boner pants out in public, and the idea is that an assailant would take one look at this person and say, oh, 
uh, that's either a guy or it's trans, and I'm not, I don't want anything to do with that, and he'd keep moving along. You know, what women have to do just to keep people to, <laughs> it, it, it's sad. And this actually cracked me up a little bit because I was trying, all, all I could think of was Sarah. What? Yeah. What? I was trying to think of you in the boner pants. No. Why? I I would not rock such a thing, David. You might if you lose a bet here on the show. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Yeah. She's out on the street. She's waving to people. She's hot otherwise. I mean. She's packing. Have you seen a board? Yes. She's pretty well endowed, isn't she? She beats me. Yeah. I get you, buddy. <laughs> So Veronica wrote to me this morning. She goes, uh, Dear Dave, uh, I heard about your boner pants for women. Let me tell you what I have. Have you ever heard of liquid ass spray Mr. Fart prank pooter stink bottle smell bomb? What? Wow. Oh, that's a big bottle to get all that written on yeah. it. <laughs> liquid ass spray Mr. Fart prank pooter stink bottle ew, smell bomb. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> They even mixed in the cooter smash with that. I wasn't ready for that. Pooter, not cooter. Oh, pooter. <laughs> Keep it clean, lady. Wow. Sorry, sorry. It's a joke bottle of stink smell that you can buy on Amazon. And I keep it in my purse as a self-defense weapon for when I'm out jogging. Well, last night I'd been cleaning up my cat boxes and I absent-mindedly reached into my pocket for what I thought was a bottle of hand sanitizer. I sprayed it on, and immediately this grotesque smell filled the room. Oh. What the hell? I thought, did someone break in here and crap all over all the walls and ceiling? Nope. It wasn't hand sanitizer. It was liquid ass. It took several rounds of scrubbing like I'd been hit by a skunk, but man, that was not <laughs> wow. a fun experience. <laughs> Poor girls. What you gotta do. All right, we're gonna hit you with the half baked crackpot news coming up next on the DSC. This is the DSC. I'm gonna tell you right now, ladies, there's not a man in this room that wants to be a husband. No man woke up one day and was like, you know what? I'm tired of making my own decisions. I would like to be questioned all the time about everything I do. Why'd you park there? I don't know why you park there. Why? Why would you park there? I don't know why. Oh, I can't take it, man. I lose it. Fine! Tell me where to park, boss. Tell me where you're gonna park this car, please. Oh my God, you're mad. You have anger problems. No, I have wife problems. Because I park this car all the time by myself. I never get mad. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's you. I've never once parked my car and said, why did I park here? Oh, what is this? Well, it's the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Wanna go? You put $1,000 in your pockets and give you tickets to see it in Las Vegas. Here we go. Text this nationwide keyword, festival, send it to 200-200.
Festival to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and information. Standard message and data rates may apply in this nationwide contest. Two more chances after this. 1 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Allie and Clint with your next chances. Right now it's Festival. Text it to 200-200. And more details at 101kgb.com. Half-Baked Crackpot News Time. Sarah is in the newsroom, and here's our top story today. Officials in Memphis confirmed that a body found Monday amid the search for a school teacher who was abducted early Friday while out in a jog is, in fact, Eliza Fletcher. The body was found about 20 minutes from where Eliza was seen on surveillance video being forced into a vehicle. Over the weekend, police arrested, arrested and charged Cleotha Abston after they found the vehicle from the surveillance footage in a parking lot near his residence, he was charged with especially aggravated kidnapping and tampering with evidence. He will appear in court today. Eliza- I don't think it's his first time kidnapping someone either. That's that's what I was trying to figure out. Like he was just released two years ago from jail on kidnapping charges. Right. That's his game. That's his Ugh, gig. Mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Eliza's cause of death has not yet been released. We have a quick update on the Trump raid. A federal judge authorized the appointment of a special master to review records seized from President Trump's Florida residence by the FBI in a raid last month. Uh, The independent third party will examine the seized property for personal items and documents and potentially privileged material subject to claims of attorney-client and or executive privilege. Well, I wish I knew what any of that meant. Well, oh. I I knew it. (laughs) By no means was I asking for an explanation from you, Chris Boyer, but I love you more than anyone. Thank you, David. Hmm? Okay, so this next top story is how Chris Boyer tried to ruin my Labor Day weekend. Yeah. He sent me this god-awful news. Beachgoers in Southern California are being targeted by swarms of tiny, aggressive sea bugs who have an appetite for human feet. The bugs have earned the nickname Mini Sharks. (laughs) They're... Waterline isopods, a crustacean species. What's that, an isopod? Uh, it's a crustacean species hmm. that grows to be around 0.3 inches long and can form swarms of more than a thousand. They're like little itty bitty piranhas. That's exactly what they're being called. Mm-hmm. They live in the shallow waters of the Pacific Ocean. They seasonally migrate up and down the coast. They quickly find barefoot beachgoers and they'll bite into their flesh and they'll draw blood. Mm hmm. Uh, since the animals are so small, the bites are tiny but painful like a pinprick. Yeah. People attacked by these mini sharks. sharks. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Describe um, the bites as being painful and surprising, noting how the bugs looked like a group of tiny piranhas, as you mentioned, attacking their feet and ankles. And uh, those attacked noted that the pain faded after about 15 to 20 minutes. Experts recommend rapidly shuffling feet to reduce but not eliminate the number of this experts. This expert recommends not going in. (laughs) How about that? I know, but sometimes you gotta, this whole shuffling, you know, we got to shuffle our feet for, uh, stingrays. Yeah. Stingrays. Now these little mini bugs that'll eat your feet, but not going in. Uh, You think we learn. Yeah. But don't worry, if you go further out, the great white is waiting for you. And the blood off your feet <laughs> attracts them by the dozens. Oh, Have awesome. fun. Let's Yay. go for a swim. In other- I, got, I got attacked in bed. Something got me oh, no. uh, on like my hip. 
and I I was falling asleep, so I wasn't quite sure it was happening. You know, you're in a drowsy state, and so I remember getting after it, and then I showed my wife the next day, and she's not she's not um, calm. You know, uh-huh. she's not a good like <laughs> stay calm, relax. Yes. It's like you show her the wound, and you want them to go, okay, don't worry, everything's all right. She's the kind where you show them the wound and <laughs> uh-huh and she's like oh my god what's in our bed yeah that's what i want to know we're gonna pull back the sheets and see what's in it i don't know what it was got me bad though like six times what? yeah like a little like a little bang 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 right there you, you said you, this was happening as you were kind of falling asleep like you felt it there happening you didn't yeah. grab anything you i didn't... don't know what i did i was drowsy i was snoozy i don't know it got me like six times Mm, I know. I know. Strip the bed. That's it. Everything in the wash. Didn't even go in the water. Oh. Something's going to get you. Yeah, it is. One way or the other, some of these critters are going to eat you alive, people. (laughs) I'm eating myself alive today. I took a chunk out of the inside of my cheek this morning right before the show. I was eating a hideous protein bar, and I think I bit almost all the way through my cheek. Ooh. I could hear it. I don't think there's any bones in your cheek, but I could hear it. I bit so hard into my cheek, I, I heard it happen. <laughs> and then, of course, there's that warm, salty taste of blood flowing into your mouth. Immediately, yeah. And uh, so I've cautiously gone back to eating now. And I realized I'm a left chewer. Do you know what you are? Are you a left chewer or a right chewer? Do you know? I've never even thought about it. I didn't either until just now because I'm chewing over on the right side of my mouth, the safe side, because the left side of my mouth is like like a volcano is in there. I don't dare go over there because I'm going to hit it again. Yes. You, you know are. you are. You're going to. You're guaranteed you're going to hit it again. So I've been chewing on the right side of my mouth, and I feel like it's my first day chewing. So I discovered today I'm a left chewer. I, I didn't I, know this. I think I'm feeling scar tissue on the right side of my mouth. So I'm, you know, from previous chomps. So I always, side. I, I had previously thought that, I don't know, I chew with both sides of my mouth. Nope. I am purely a left chewer. And it was fascinating to me, and I hope it was for you, too. <laughs> you what worry, else? Go what ahead. about wearing out those teeth? I mean, do you think at some point you'll have to shift over as those teeth grind down? My dentist has not given me any indication that that's happening whatsoever. I'm getting nothing but... High praise and A-plus marks from my dentist. I mean, you're probably wealthy enough. You could have the teeth taken out of your mouth and then just swapped, like rotating a set of tires mm. on your car. I don't think that works, Chris. Shoot. I don't think they, I don't think they can be rotated. Mm-hmm. You'd have backwards molars in there. Then I'd really be biting hell out of my mouth. What's worse, biting? I mean, the hell. You're taking Gah. a blood-drawing bite. Oh. The inside of your cheek or your tongue? Oh, see, Summer bit her tongue yesterday and it bled and she, it was instant screaming, screeching. What do you think it was like in here this morning at 555? <laughs> if it weren't for soundproof glass, you'd have heard me. I thought you saw my tears. I was carrying on. I was wailing like an Iranian funeral in here. I think I think the tongue is worse. I'm not saying the cheek isn't god awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the whole tongue moves and you're talking, you know, mm. you can't. Can't mm-hmm. baby one side or the other. It's not good. It's not good. Mm-mm. We all when got can, sympathy pain. When you, you taste your own blood, it's not good. 
You know you've done a fine job. I must have really sharp molars back there. I'm quite the carnivore. Very strong. Mm, yeah, I'm a vigorous chore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get all your calcium, David. It just it, it, it amazes me that we don't do it more often. All that soft, fleshy tissue right there next to your <laughs> shark teeth. I'm surprised we don't eat our way through our own mouths. <laughs> what else do we have? In other bug news. Yeah. I don't know if I'd rather be bitten by a mini shark or swallow a fly. Like this can- swallow a fly. Like this Canadian anchor named Farah Nasser, who swallowed a fly in the middle of a news report last week. Here's the sound of the moment it goes in, followed by a national emergency has been invoked. Has been invoked, but the weather in Pakistan, <laughs> extreme weather, is alarming. Wow. A national emergency has been invoked. I had this happen to me the other day when I was running. No. You know, you're breathing hard, your mouth is open. <laughs> Took a bug right down the throat. Oh. I thought it was a bee, but I don't know. I don't know what it was. It could have been a dragonfly. <laughs> could have been a giant beetle. It might have been a bird. Those stupid beetles. I might have swallowed a bird, for all I know. It was bad. Has been invoked, but the weather in Pakistan, extreme weather, is alarming. Need to watch our reports. I saw- you know, you know what I don't get. You know, listen to this woman. A national emergency has been invoked. There it is. It's happened. Has been invoked, but the weather in Pakistan extreme. She's trying to continue. I know. If that had been me, <laughs> if I'd have been in other news today, I'd been like, oh my god! <laughs> There's nothing more important happening in the world right now than this late-breaking story. <laughs> Can we bring up the graphic? <laughs> Local announcer just ate a bug. I, I wouldn't try to carry on. Don't ignore it. We all know what happened. Mm-hmm. If the president had just died, that'll be our second story. First story <laughs> right now is I just swallowed a bug, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like the story I'm doing matters more than that right now. No one's listening to you anymore. Yeah, I would not be fighting my way through to make it to the news package. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'd be calling out for medics. Weather is alarming. Need to watch our reports. I saw the fly flying around at the beginning of the news, and I was like, not today, fly. And then the next thing I knew, it was just in my throat. Like, didn't even hit the teeth, just went straight No, and you can't even see it in the video, which is so crazy. It was so sneaky, this fly. Mm. (gasps) (laughs) It's not fun. No. These newscasters who carry on, they soldier on. Not me. You don't have to, newscasters. Mm -mm. You're human, and we like those moments when you're dying from swallowing a fly like we all would. You know, that that newscaster I played for you earlier, I think she's in Tulsa, Oklahoma somewhere. She had a stroke on the air while she was doing the news. She had a stroke. She lost the ability to read and speak during her newscast. And she did the smart thing. Threw it to the weather. Let's go to the hot weather chick. (laughs) No one will notice that I'm stroking out here in the middle of the news. And she's okay. She, they took her to the hospital and they got her early on. But uh, that girl knew when to tap out. Yeah. That was scary. All right. What else is happening? Since Boyer's the only single cast member on the show, and I know it's been a while since you've been in the dating game, Boyer, you may be fuzzy at remembering where to even begin. So TikToker Ellie Rallo is sharing some rules on how to properly ask someone out these days and what music you want to listen to to pregame yourself to get yourself pumped up. Number Has it six. changed? Yeah. It's changed? Yeah. Really? It's all different these days. I didn't know that. It's a new dating world. Like if 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 you and I, you and I have been out of the thing for what, 15 years, something yeah. like that? Yeah. So if we tried to do it the way we were doing it 15 years ago, it wouldn't work? No, you cannot just go meet someone in person at a bar or whatever. What? No, people don't meet that way anymore. What? No. And even when groups go out, 
they just go out in their own cliques and they're not there to mingle and meet other people for the most part. It's what? the weirdest thing. Wait Everyone meets online. Is this Everyone. Just, is this for 14 year olds? No, that's all they do it these days. It's garbage. Number one, the most elite first date day is a Thursday. Now, why? On a Thursday, you can say to somebody. Hey, I already hate this person. <laughs> yeah. Just from the way they're talking. Is that Britney Spears? Shut up. Is she croaking? You know what? You don't deserve date news. I, I, I can't stand this person's delivery already. <laughs> so I'm turned off immediately by this person. Whatever she has to say, it may be the most sensible, smartest thing ever. And I'm just, I'm soundest. Her sound is turning me off. Number one, the most elite first date day is a Thursday. Now, why? On a Thursday, you can say to somebody, what are your plans for Saturday? And then you can go out with them on a Saturday or get Sunday brunch. Number two, when you're pre-gaming for the first date, it's 1.5 glasses of something. Maybe you don't drink. So red wine if you do drink. If you don't drink, have one and a half glasses of Diet Coke. Get yourself pumped up. While you're doing this, I want you to listen to okay, our- Shut up already. I, the- I can't stand the she- world with people like this in it. She had the perfect Ariana Grande song to God, play what- while you're getting ready. We should just take some poor... Who, our worst criminal in the world is punishment should be marry her. That's it. <laughs> Ariana Grande, you just have to. God is a woman. I don't know what your prerogative is. It just makes you feel good. Oh, God, shut this woman up. <laughs> Jesus. Is it a shocker she's single? <laughs> All right. Into yeah. real maddening news. Uh, First, it was the dress, blue or black. And did you hear Yanni or Laurel? Now, another controversy has arise, uh, arisen. Arised. Arised. Mm-hmm. Is lemon lime Gatorade yellow or green? What do you say, boy? Green. All right. What is wrong with your eyes? It is so yellow. It's oh. a weird tinted yellow, but it is so clearly yellow. It's not even green. I couldn't even believe this is a thing that is someone it, would actually see it's green. Is it yellow? Like if I brought in the crayon, and I mean the real crayons. The crayons like I got when I was a kid. It was a box of like three. <laughs> black, white, and brown. <laughs> I had to borrow the yellow crayon. <laughs> Other kids over there with 64 crayons and a sharpener in the back and I had a built-in recliner so they could take a nap inside the box. I had three crayons. I'm pretty sure they were candles. <laughs> the crayon that says yellow. Does it look like that? It's closer to that, yeah. It is in the yellow family. It's well, yellow. Is yellow... I also work on prime colors. You know your prime colors, like prime numbers, Chris Bourne? Uh Red, green, and blue. Those are the primes? <laughs> Wait. What? Are there? No, blue is a mix of yellow... Wait. Okay, we're exposing our dumbness <laughs> wait, 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 right now. It's neither one. You know that, right? It's not yellow and it's not green. It's not. It's a, it is so... It's not is what it is. It's not colored. <laughs> it's not yellow and it's not green. We know that, right? No, I don't. It's. I, I really think it's in the family of yellow. What's it's the so green, obvious. What's the greenest thing you can think of? The thing that's the purest green there is. Your example of grass earlier is perfect. I think that's it. Yeah. That green is grass. Grass is green. What's the yellowest thing? Again, your example of the sun. (laughs) Go ahead. Come on. Your example of the sun is perfect. Sun is yellow. So Gatorade, lemon lime Gatorade is neither because it's lemon, which is yellow, and lime, which is green. This is a stupid question. (laughs) Does that occur to anybody? No. 
What is the yellowest thing out there? The sun or maybe a lemon. What's green? A lime. Put them together. What do you have? Not yellow and not green. God. It's maddening. It's maddening. <laughs> Boyer says that Gatorade is yellow. If you have to choose one of those two, or did you I say said green? It was green. You said it was green. Yeah. If you got to choose one of those two, he says it's green. And you don't like that. It's absolutely yellow. It is totally yellow. So what does that make you think of Chris Boyer? <laughs> He's just, you know, I don't know. No. It's, it goes, it goes, it's perfect for his character. It's lemon lime Gatorade. They could have called it yellow green Gatorade. It's yellow green. You, you got to answer I both. don't see the green. I just don't see it. I don't even see it. Not even a little. So that's why it's throwing me. I don't even see it at all. It's crazy to me. Alligators are green. It's named for an alligator. Gatorade. It's going to be green. It's not named for alligators, you dope. <laughs> of course it is. A no, it is. Yeah, it's named for a football team, not the creature. Well, they're named. Their name is Gators, which is the same as the animal. What they're color? Are the, what, the animal. What's the color of the team? Green. Wrong. Team's not green. How is that possible? I want to read five. Oh, how is it possible? <laughs> I'm wrong. All right, what's coming up next? Uh, We'll hear audio from the Foo Fighters tribute with Taylor's son on the drums and a major celebrity who announced that she has cancer. Who's this, Chris Boyer? This is... This is, uh, hang on, Foo Fighters. That's right. It is the Foo Fighters who are featured in round two of the Half-Baked Crackpot News. And you should pay close attention, folks. We have a news quiz coming up for you here. You could win a pair of tickets for San Diego Symphony Pink Floyd at the Rady Shell on September 10th. Classic Albums Live performs Pink Floyd's The Wall at the Rady Shell at Jacobs Park. Of course, this is, was released many, many years ago. The Wall became a number one selling album of the 70s. Since then, this masterpiece has taken on even deeper meaning to audiences around the world. So here, the iconic album, The Wall, recreated and performed live note for note, cut for cut. And the symphony is going to play this? Yeah. The San Diego Symphony is going to play The Wall. It's going to be incredible. Hmm. I wonder if there's going to be a chorus out there to sing, uh, all in all, it's just a... I like that when they do that stuff. That's cool. Have you seen a show at the Rady Shell yet? No, and I have such FOMO. We are mm. all missing out if we haven't been there yet, because every picture I see, it's always a perfect sunset. Yeah. It's just the perfect... Well, it's beautiful. Yeah. It looks very cool. I haven't done it yet either. All right. We'll give you tickets for that coming up here on the news quiz this morning. Let's continue. What do you have for us? Dave Grohl had some musical and emotional backup at the tribute concert for the Foo Fighters late drummer Taylor Hawkins over the weekend. Taylor's 16-year-old son, Shane, you had that right. I don't know what I was smoking, thinking that was wrong earlier. He got behind the drum set to honor his dad during My Hero, number four.
So was that just a moment, or is he going to now be the drummer for the Foo Fighters? Because that would be super cool. Wouldn't it? Uh, Remember I, how, like, um, uh, Frankie or Frankie uh, Frankenstein? No, the the mummy. What is it? What? Um, Zeppelin? Uh, John uh, Wolfie! Bond, Wolfie! Oh. Wolfie joined... Vi- <laughs> Oh I couldn't God. remember what monster nah. I was trying to think Wolf of. Wolfgang. When Wolfie yeah. <laughs> joined Van Halen, remember that? That was cool. Yeah. I think that'd be cool if Shane became the drummer for the... It sounds like he's good enough. And it looks like it, too. He hmm. is fun to watch. Later on, Dave got super emotional as he performed times like these, but the crowd cheered him through his tears, and they rocked it. The, Lo- the London concert was packed with stars. So many people were there, including Paul McCartney. Brian May, Roger Taylor, Travis Barker, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, Getty Lee, Lars Ulrich, and Wolfgang. Wolfgang was there as well, and many more. There is going to be a second tribute concert at the Kia Forum in Inglewood on September 27th. Right on. Concerts and uh, the concerts are fundraisers for a charity chosen by the Hawkins family. All right. Very nice. Off to a great start. 84-year-old Jane Fonda announced that she's been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Jane says she's already started chemo treatments and that she feels very lucky as it's treatable and about 80% of people diagnosed survive. Good. Jane says she'll be doing chemo for six months and is handling the treatments quite well. And she adds, we need to be talking much more, not just about cures, but also causes so we can eliminate them. People need to know that fossil fuels cause cancer. So so do pesticides, many of which are fossil fuel based like mine. So we're what, what, all She's saying what? She got it from like gas from or pesticides. something? Pesticides. Oh. Which are fossil fuel-based. I see. Which are, is the cause of this cancer, like hers, she says. Yeah. You don't like that, Chris Bourne? Oh, Jesus Christ. You don't think pesticides have been known to cause illnesses? There's a there's a big thing that... Uh, what's the what's that big pesticide that people use? Talking about Roundup? Roundup, huh? Roundup. Roundup. Yep. yeah. that They got hit with a big class action lawsuit. Uh, glyphosate. And I'm sure, look, if you are exposed to it every day, time and again, over and over and over, yeah, there's probably some deleterious effect. Uh, you know. That's what she's saying. But <clears throat> she, I don't think, had to put on her gardener's suit and work for 14 hours a day on a golf course keeping the greens up. And I don't think she was involved in any paraquat spraying operation, dousing the pot fields that surely she smoked from. And I uh, doubt she was exposed to any Agent Orange, even though she was uh, sympathetic to the Viet Cong. She's just speaking as a virtue-signaling twit. Well, she's actually only speaking about her own illness. Yeah. How dare she? How dare she comment on her own illness? How dare she attribute it to something that probably wasn't the cause? How dare she speak about her own illness, right? And attribute it falsely to something else that wasn't the cause. Well, you don't know that. She doesn't know that. You know, we have pesticides in this country so we can grow our crops and feed the people. (laughs) Well, thank you for that, Mr. Mansplainer. I thought they were for eating. (laughs) All right, what else do we have on Jane? Want to hear the most expensive guitar in the world? Yeah. Number five. Here we go. (laughs) Who got it? Loudwire.com has a list of the most expensive guitars ever, and it's topped by Kurt Cobain's acoustic guitar that he used when Nirvana did this performance of MTV Unplugged in November of 93. It sold for $6 million. Can I hear that first, can that hear first come? Come. Uh-uh. It's live, David. Uh-uh. The first word. Come. Wait. <laughs> 
That sounds like Peter Brady in the, when it's time to change. <laughs> Take two. As you are. Come. No way. No way that was on key. Mm-mm. All right. Well, mm. how much for that guitar? Six million dollars. Mm. Mm, mm. Now, who played one of the most expensive guitars and got booed off stage with it? That honor would go to Bob Dylan when he and his Sunburst Stratocaster went electric at the 1965 Newport Folk Festival. Here's a part of that performance, number six. 1965 Newport Folk Festival, Chris Boyer. Oh, yeah. Who wants to go? <laughs> oh, yeah. I ain't gonna work on Okay, can we bring Kurt Cobain back on, please? <laughs> He's a way more on key than this guy. <laughs> Put your hands together. <laughs> Bob Gaelic. What is it? What are we talking about him for? So he also had another top-selling uh, guitar uh-huh. of all time. Not not yeah. anywhere near Kurtz, but that Strat from that performance went for $965,000 at an auction mm-hmm. in 2013. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Okay. And more money news. If you're wondering why so many celebrities like Denise Richards or Donna Dierko are now joining OnlyFans. Oh, I, I don't doubt it for a split uh, second. <laughs> it's not rocket science. They are making ridiculous amounts of cash. Yeah. According to Variety... Cardi B made $9.34 million per month in twenty in twenty twenty one, which translates to about hundred and twenty, I'm sorry, hundred and twelve million dollars that year. I didn't know Cardi B was doing a porn thing. Uh-huh. Look at her. Bella Thorne took in eleven million a month for a yearly total of hundred and thirty-two million dollars last year. But the queen of OnlyFans is surprisingly black China. She's the one who had a kid with Rob Kardashian. She pulled down $20 million a month for 12 months for a total of $240 million. Jesus. I told you. I told you. Put your foot up on a snare drum. Videotape yourself clipping your toenails. You'll be $20 million a month. People are into foot stuff. Boy, are. I just need one month. One good month and I'm out. Do it. (laughs) You're hotter than Black China any day. (laughs) Any day. Yeah, they're all making big bank. It's just hmm? everyone's a porn star. Insane. Wait till the I never thought I'd say this word. Wait till the porn star bubble bursts. Cause it will. Yeah. They'll all come crashing down to earth. Make your money while you can. All right. What else? Adele and Eminem are on the cusp of becoming EGOT winners because they just snagged another crucial letter in the acronym, a couple of Emmys. Adele's one night only show took home five Emmys, whereas Eminem, Dre, Snoop Dogg, and the rest of the Super Bowl crew all won an Emmy for their halftime show performance earlier this year. Now, didn't people complain about that halftime show? Of course, they complain about every halftime show. I just remember it being awesome. I thought it was cool. It was so cool. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a great show. I don't remember a lot of complaining, but I wouldn't have listened to it either way. People just bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they got an Emmy for that. Yeah, they Good for did. Them. And that means that they're both just a T away from the EGOT status. Tonys are the hardest ones to earn for performers who don't normally appear on Broadway. But they don't have to perform it. They could each just write a winning song, and then they could earn their Tony if it did become a winner. And what did Adele do to get a uh, – what she got, an, an Emmy for what? She got an Emmy for – she had a one-night – Adele's one-night-only TV special 
last year. Oh, yeah. She canceled that 50-night performance in Las Vegas to do the one-night show to get her trophy. All right. Congratulations. Yes, yes, yes. And then at 101kgb.com, you can see a video that came out of Tom Cruise pulling off yet another absolutely insane airplane stunt. Have you seen this one, Dave? Mm -hmm. It takes a nosedive while he's just standing on it and, and holding on, hanging on. He's not strapped in. It totally made my stomach drop. Mm-hmm. He's something else, isn't he? he is something else. Incredible. All right, anything else? That is a wrap, David. It's time for a news quiz. Let's do the news quiz right now. 888-570-1015. It's a direct connect. First one to correctly answer our news quiz is going to get the tickets to the San Diego Symphony's Pink Floyd show at the Rady Shell on September 10th. Here we go. You're on the DSC. Do you want to be on our news quiz? Yes, I do, Dave. Here we go. Whose guitar is considered the most expensive guitar in the world? Kurt Cobain. You win. And boy, you're strong. And who are you? It's Big D, Dennis. Listen, I want you to tell me how great this is, because uh, you're going to go see a performance at the Rady Shell before us, and we hear it's awesome down there. Oh, yeah, it's the wall, right? It is going to be the wall, performed by the symphony at the Rady Shell, September 10th, and you're hooked up. I tell you, my buddies, when the wall came out, they went without me. I'm going to go without them this time. Sounds right. Retribution. Oh, yeah. I'm a big believer in that. Good job. All right, way to go, buddy. Thank you, buddy. And, of course, you're a very effective lover. Well, I love your show. 101.5 KGB. Dear Dave, I think Sarah's Yoga Boner Pants should be the name of your new band. No! I agree with that. (laughs) Do not wear boner pants. Let's put that down, Chris Boyer. There's no boner in my yoga pants. That's all right. Let's change it. Sarah's got a boner in her yogurt pants. <laughs> got that? I do, David. <laughs> what are you taking? Timing lessons from Ice Cube? <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. What are the glorious things <laughs> that we talked about today here on the DSC Radio Show? Oh, it was hot outside, David. But you lucky, How was it? You lucky bastard, you had a button to make it all go away. You don't have a button. I don't have a button. Didn't you just move? Yeah. Next door. It's the same stuff. It just is a new it's a new unit. How far away did you move? Out one door right into the next one next to it. I'm not even joking. Down you, the stairs next to Are you in the same building? Yeah. Uh, was it the worst move of your life? It was the worst move of my life. Isn't that weird? Don't you think it's going to be the easiest? Absolutely. That's what you expect. I did the same thing, and it was the worst move ever. So stupid. The closer your move, I don't know why, the worst it is. It's a mind F. Why is that? I don't know, because you don't think, why oh. Was your, why was yours so bad? Because we didn't pack everything no, up. No, you we don't. just carry it. Or it'll just be easier to carry it. No, it's not easier to carry it next door. And by the end, we're taking out drawers and dumping them in That's the trash cans. Yeah. I, I did this. Oh, I just dumped drawers. I took drawers oh. out in the vanity of the bathroom, walked them across the street, and dumped them in the vanity <laughs> yes. drawers of the new one, and then walked the old. <laughs> I might as well have been barefoot and had a rope for a belt. <laughs> I was such a hillbilly. It is. It really is. And 
that's by the time you get to the end of the move and you don't care anymore. You almost consider setting the place on fire mm-hmm. just because you don't want to be there anymore. It's so bad. It makes no sense. I Why? still I still wouldn't know how to do it if I had to do it all over again. I'd be like, wait, I don't remember where it went wrong. I don't know how to fix this. I think I just have to hire movers. That's it. Spend, stay out of it. The, I don't know what people save their life savings for. It might be the education for their kids. It might be for their retirement. Those are two good ones. I'll give you a third good one. Spend your entire life savings on movers. Yes. Don't do it. Don't even try. We have no business doing it. I moved across the street in 1988, and I'm still not over it. I don't think you ever get over this one. I think about it, and I get, I put, I'm right back in a bad, bad place. It's a life scar. It's yeah. A scar. You don't get over it. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And you moved into a new place without air conditioning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But Boyer has a switch, but it only works when it's cold outside. <laughs> the air conditioner at his house only works when it's cold outside. Yes, that's right, David. <laughs> All right. That's pretty clever. I'm surprised you didn't uh, sleep in your... You used to run for the rescue of your uh, RV. Yeah. It wasn't that bad last night. No, not last night. Uh-huh. I think Saturday night was the worst. I think that was the worst night right. of them all. Hell on earth. Oof. Yeah. It just wasn't giving up. Mm. And, you know, we do this magic trick here in San Diego where the temperature breaks and it goes down into the 60s at night. But something broke. Something's broken because it's not doing it. It was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. What happened? I don't know, but we don't like it. I tried to tell my wife because um, when I was a kid growing up in Illinois, the temperature never goes down at night. It stays 90 degrees or 92. If it's 92 in the day, then the sun goes down. Nothing changes. It's still 92 at night. And then we would be sent to bed upstairs where all the heat saves. And we did not have not a button or a switch. Oh. We didn't have anything. Yeah. You go to bed when it's 92 degrees. Hideous. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Like, I need to tell you, we've been living it all this week. Blech. And they keep pushing it another day later this week. Maybe. They keep pushing this heat wave. It was supposed to be over Today. Yeah, that's what I heard. Today was supposed to be the last day. Now it's going through Friday. I hate them. (laughs) The weather people? (laughs) It's not good news. Stop delivering the horrible news. You hate the weather people? Yeah, for delivering that terrible news. Let me look and say, what do you consider the heat wave? It's got to get down to the 80s for the heat wave to break? Yeah. That's what I think. Yep. Let me look and tell you when the heat wave is going to break. It is currently uh, 85 in San Diego. Let's see how we're doing in... El Cajon. Um, 85 in El Cajon. Got me 95 today. Um, by 9 o'clock tonight, it'll be down to 82. Ooh. You do want to cuss, don't you? Ooh, I really do. The low in El Cajon is going to be 75 in the middle of the night. But the uh, here's the here's the breakout. Ninety nine, one hundred one tomorrow. Ninety eight, ninety five. Saturday, eighty two. They're saying. Okay. Okay. We're talking. That's fine. But it's the nineties now through Friday. Today was supposed to be the last day. You're right? They lied. They got it very wrong. The weather forecasters get away with lies all the time. 
You know, they got to have their TV time. And they get more and more. Now they're becoming cooks. Now they got to build kitchens outside the TV station so they can make their chili for us. Get extra TV time. I don't know why. They lie all. They break promises all the time. You know, if the anchors lied, if the anchors lied the way the weather people lie, how about the sportscasters start lying and just tell us that the Padres won the World Series? (laughs) Why can't we do that? (laughs) That's what we want to hear. How come these TV stations let, you know, they let the weather people get away with lying? Well, let the sportscasters start telling some lies. Tell me we didn't lose to Arizona. It's easier to take. Tell me Biden didn't just pay for everyone's college education. I'm sorry. Tell me I didn't just pay yeah. for everyone's college education. Come on. Start lying to me. I won't know any better. I'll believe you. I'll want to believe you. Lie to me. All right. What else? Dave, you bit your mouth so hard today, you could hear it. I did. Thanks, God. Send the shades <laughs> off. I now see... <laughs> I don't like that. That's asking for it. That's asking for it. He is playing with fire. He's calling out the G-Man. Yeah, he did. That's not wise in my book. I don't like even being around him. (laughs) And I would like to say, God, I did not call you out, nor blame you for that, nor did I question your engineering designs. Although the whole vagina butthole thing to me is a little... (laughs) I would like an explanation. Come on. First question when you get through the pearly gates. I mean, I was, I want to tell you something down here, God. I don't know if it's true or not, but they all complain about it. And I don't know if that's just because they're trying to be ladies. Maybe you know better. You probably know better. Oh, Boyer says, just a forgotten ball in there to finish your talk show for the rest of the day, David. Great help, as always. You're welcome, sir. I'm seriously thinking about getting one of those waterproof Band-Aids and put it on the inside of my cheek. Oh, what? Ew. What? Ew. Ow. What? It's going to be sticky. I would hope so. Yeah. I want to stick to the inside of my cheek. That's going to be disgusting. Why? There's going to be a Band-Aid flavor. A gluey Band-Aid flavor that you're going to be sucking on. Band-Aids have a flavor? Uh, yeah. I don't I've, know. I've never <laughs> tasted a Band-Aid. What I do they haven't taste? either, but I can like almost taste it. You do know they, they taste smell? like they smell? That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. And you know when Band-Aids get wet, you know? Does but your... have you have you seen the water? You know what else they have is basically it's crazy glue. You can just paint liquid band aid on your cuts, but that stuff stings oh, like a bitch. Does it? Oh. oh. When I was having blisters when I first started running, oh god, that stuff stings. I don't recommend that for your mouth. Woo. Just sucking on a wet Band-Aid just sounds hideous. It's so bad in here right now. Oh, David. It's heroic that I'm still here. <laughs> it's true. We heard from Quiet Talking James today, who remembered some of his favorite DSC phrases. Damn it, Bobby, quick fooling around. All the other kids got Kool-Aid for breakfast, and I got milk. My friends asked if he was cute, and I said, God, no. And the old 69... Which we got to relive, and you can hear it, too, on the DSC On Demand podcast at 101kgb.com or the free iHeartRadio app. Did you like that? I loved it. (laughs) 
Dave, uh, you read one of Hall of Famer Josh Board's Facebook posts about annoying lemonade stands. And you saw a lemonade stand where kids were serving ice-cold lemonade from a Yeti in the back of a Range Rover with the AC running and a sign that says, Tips Appreciated. Tips! 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 We hate them. Uh, you asked, is it Beck and Call or Beck and Call? Which one is it? Well, we all, for the most part, went with Beck and Call. But there is no official answer. But we did learn that Boyer will Beck him. <laughs> yeah, we saw the new boner pants for women, which are supposed to be assault-stopping fashion. That's at 101kgb.com. This led to an email from a listener who accidentally grabbed her stank-ass pooter fart spray instead of her hand sanitizer. <laughs> Sucks being a chick. Hillary Clinton revealed that the reason she wears pantsuits is to avoid those nasty Brazilians who took pics up her skirt and used to sell dirty lingerie in the 90s. Jay Leno called in to talk about his new season of Jay Leno's Garage. We'll catch up with him again in 2053. Okay, we played Lucky Number 7 today, our new game for Disneyland tickets. And listener Lori... Did it, she did it, she did it! She, she did. nailed all seven Disney themed trivia questions today. No one else got to play because she won it all. Technically, so when you cool. think about it, she got 13 questions. She got the first six, and the seventh question was a seven parter. I mean, that was hard. It was hard. It was a little dicey at the end. I didn't think she great. could do it. No, I didn't she, think did she did could it. Get it. She did. It was great. We learned a new phrase today, which Boyer completely understood I'm hurt, but not injured. Made sense to him. But finally, David, yep. join us tomorrow on the DSC show for more Disneyland tickets when I have to face freaking Bromo again, who I cannot seem to beat. Mm, the pain. Bobby. What? what? Bob. <laughs> Do you have any furry ones, Mommy? No furry ones? Mommy. Huh? Do you have any furry ones? Bobby. Mommy. What are you doing? I need your underwear. You need a pair of your underwear. Bob, quit messing around. Bob, I'm not. I'm serious. <laughs> my hands are greasy. I don't. I can't get my truck all dirty. Come on, mommy. Come on, mommy. Who is this? <laughs> Bobby. Bob. <laughs> what do you mean you want to borrow some underwear? Tell her I'm all out of underwear. <laughs> I'm all out of underwear in 20 years. God damn it, Bobby. Bob. <laughs> what? Mommy. Are you messing around? Do you have any furry ones? I don't understand the call. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. You're messing around. Do you have any furry underpants? Aren't you? Mom. Um, you're messing around. Mom. No. Mom. My hands are greasy. He wants a, some of my underwear. Furry ones. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Say furry. Furry. I mean furry ones. I don't have a furry underwear. How about lacy? <laughs> How about lacy ones? I only have cotton. How about crotchless, Mom? Well, come over and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bob. How about you're pulling my, you're messing with my mind. No, I don't do that with you. How about, how about I don't care. Come and get them then. How about crotchless, Ma? Crotchless? I don't, Bobby. I don't use crotchless underwear. All right, we'll, all right, we'll get the scissors out and cut the crotch. Out. Okay. Cut it out for me. What? I'm gonna cut out the crotch for me. God damn it! You're making me mad now. Mom. You're making me mad. Mom. Bob, repeat after me. Mom. Mom. Bob. Bye. Bye. See you tomorrow. I love your show. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.